Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome back, pirates to the lucky die in Kino. Previously, Gref curses the skies, Iris protects Baskin, Kaz parts the sea, and Suvi menaces with her acorns. The crew attempt to outrun the ship of the dead, but end up facing down the undead captain on Baskin's boat. After surviving their encounter, the crew hatch a plan for Baskin to captain the magical ship in order to reach the Moor of Clarity faster. Whilst getting the ship shipshape, Daisy arrives with a lich to answer some of Kaz's unasked questions. Who was the captain of the Ship of the Damned? Why does an undead captain have a star flower? And what answers can Emil provide? I guess you're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die in Kino. You find yourself face to face with an old-looking human male. Great, great. <laughs> I was still a lizard folk, wasn't I? I think so. Yeah. I'm still in Vox form. Oh God. New York accent, right? New York, New York. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm walking here. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that. Sorry, not wrong. <laughs> <clears throat> wrong character. <laughs> wrong continent. Wrong continent. Uh, hi. Hi. Greetings. And what should I be calling you? Uh, name's Vox. Nice to nice to meet you. I think. I am Emil. So I don't know what all <laughs> anybody told you, but I'm. You being here is about as much of a surprise to me as I'm assuming it probably is for you. Yes, quite. Actually, I had assumed I was coming to meet with Daisy's brother and find that you're the quite more interesting person to talk with. I don't know if I take that as a compliment or not, but uh, okay. It is. Thank you, I think. Gref. Yes, that's his name. I'm talking about you. Not wait, wait. to you, Griff. Yeah, I thought I wasn't in that room. 
Gref, are you listening in yeah, again? Shoo. I, I'm going to say that, Gref, you can't really hear anything no. unless they're like shouting or obviously trying to get your attention. It's all just rumblings yeah. with the ocean and shit. Um, no, I just, for a second, I thought I was in the room. Sorry. <laughs> Iris has come out of the captain's quarters or wherever, and he's like <laughs> making his way, but he's trying not to interrupt and he's just being quiet. Graf tells me that you are a host of two deities. Well, I don't know if I would say host, really. I mean, they're my friends, you know, just... We talk. You're quite lucky in that regard. I am inclined to agree. Near the family for me, I mean... That's good. A unique connection is required for what my friends and I are about to do. Wait, you're going to do something to me? Gref indicated that there is a potential for you to become an avatar, but that would require you to choose between them both. Is my summation correct? Yeah, you pretty much got the gist of it. There is definitely, like... Vox is definitely, like, kind of fidgeting a little bit, like, trying not to be visible about it, but, like, like little bit, little finger movements, kind of shifting of weight a little bit, just... You're right to be uncomfortable. Nervous, even. Becoming an avatar is not an easy choice, especially, as it currently stands, there is only a theory about our survival after, and survival is not a guarantee. I do believe that there is an option to be an avatar for both, but it is a difficult path, and not one that should be shared. And you see his eyes, like, definitely look in Gresh's direction. (laughs) And then he looks back at you. It is a path that should not be shared beyond those who already know of it. It would put the rest of us in danger. Us. You're using a lot of us and we's, and I'm not sure I'm quite following. As it stands, there are seven of us who are looking to become avatars, for our gods to be able to take the fight out of our existence. For the gods cannot leave existence without our help. You would be in a unique position to be able to help two of them. Oh. I mean... Yeah, I don't really want to pick between either of them, you know? Just just doesn't seem right. I'd, I'd feel bad. Both of them gave me gifts that I feel like I'd be kind of spitting in one of their faces if I picked the other. I understand an avatar, mortal avatar to be exact, We have to have a unique connection with our deities. Being connected to two in the way that you are is unique enough. But I do warn you that the chances of survival are small, although being investigated. (laughs) Have you heard of soul fire? Have I? I don't think we've really encountered it in Kino. I don't think we have in Kino. Um, roll a history or an arcana, or you could argue any stat. They're both plus zeros. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're going to tell me that it's somehow a part of nature, in which case that I might know. Or religion. If there's religious uh, Religion for sure. Yeah, religious for sure. Okay, let's go with that then. Might be some religious connotation of your soul being burned for all eternity. Sounds very Christian, doesn't it? <clears throat> <laughs> damned for all of eternity yes um just start playing the fucking what is it the uh hellfire song from hmm. fucking hun- hunchback <laughs> fuck yeah i love that song 
I love that song so much. 19 Religion. Yeah, um, this is something you would have heard of um, maybe through the Traveller's experiences. It's something that rings a bell and it's definitely it's definitely one of those like, yeah, this is like, yeah, your soul being damned for all eternity. It is you don't get to go to Bellum or Cicero. You don't get to hang out in the stalking forever. This is this is going to oblivion. This is not cool. <laughs> the void. The void. Yes, very much so. I'm aware of it. It's pretty bad stuff from what I understand, though my knowledge is uh, probably not as expansive as yours, I imagine. As I said, something we must risk. A friend of mine has persuaded me to look into how to survive it. We're getting there, but there is still no answers yet. Although, to be fair, there is only a low chance to survive the blissful eclipse anyway. I mean, if it means I can protect this world and my friends in it and whatnot, then it's not really much of a choice, is there? A friend of mine would very much agree with you. I, however, do not. I believe there is always a choice in the matter that, being said, the more help we can get, the better. It does paint a large target on you and your allies. That's... <laughs> and I think this is the one time where there's like a cynical smile on uh, their face. Mm -hmm. I uh, don't think that's going to be any different than we currently are. We kind of um, royally pissed off uh, one of the servants of the Blissful Eclipse because of a whole thing with a cleric of previously Kalimvor that... Uh, Really does you not see, like what we did. You you see him smile and kind of like close his eyes and, and nods. Um, he kind of like, yeah, yeah, of course, of course this tracks, of course. Um. We might have also <laughs> pissed off Kells. I'm not really sure on that part. I don't know if they ah. know about that part. I don't, I don't know how much that, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Just that was a whole other thing. Kells is a rather large player in all of this. Yeah, so we so we learned with uh, a dragon, and that was the whole thing. Yes, so we gathered. There are a few rituals and spells, a few potions we need in order to create you a tether. For now, though, you'll need to merge your two faiths and religions into a single item or symbol. May I ask who your deities are? Um, I think in his head, they kind of... Is is that okay, guys? Am I? You get affirmatives. Um, it's the traveler and Shantaya. Hmm. Kind of an odd combination, but when you do what I can do, it kind of makes sense. It smiles. I would recommend giving it some real thought, as if you're really willing to risk this. Apart from the low survival rate. If we do somehow manage to survive, no one really knows what will become of us. We could live forever or slowly burn our mortal lives away. We do not know. There wasn't much research or of how long we live after considering the threat of soul fire. Consider if this is something you want to do. And you see him like look down and smile and look back at you. He's got like a very good read on you. When, or if you say yes, call my name. 
and he reaches into a pocket and he gives you over what looks like a very, very old small gold coin. And to tell me what item best represents your deities together. And I shall help you start this path. Or one of the others will. I, um... I don't think there's time for that kind of delay. If I'm not decisive now, then knowing myself, I'm probably going to take far too long to actually come to that decision again. Better for me to just say, I would rather better our chances. And if something bad happens to me, as long as we win, as long as the world, my friend's nature continues to thrive and grow, then I would rather that be the case. Even if I'm terrified of what results might come of it for me. Then I will put you in touch with Demetria and Zarissa. They have similar fears. Let me know what the item is, and we will figure out how to make your tether. Something like this. And he reaches into, uh, like, under his robes, and he pulls out um, a necklace with a small onyx um, item on it, and it being that of a... that being of a detached hand with the infinity symbol behind it. And then he puts it back into his robes. I don't even know where I'd start. Call me tomorrow. Give yourself a day. Okay. Thank thank you. You may not think it now, but what you're doing is brave, foolish, and dangerous. The last two parts I'm used to. Well, I say used to. I still don't like it, but the last uh, couple weeks has been nothing but, so. For us all, dear friend, for us all. Call me tomorrow and we'll start things for you. And good luck. Thank you. He nods his head once and he turns on the spot as if he's about to leave and then very quickly turns his head back and he says, You do understand what I said about talking to anyone beyond those who already know. Oh, yeah, no, I wasn't going to. Because if you do, I will end you before you begin. We've put too much into this for it to fail now because of those loose lips. Got it. Good. I'm glad we understand each other. And he has a bit of a smile on his face, like, he seems to have maybe have affection for you. Or it could be all the undead around him, who knows. Um, with that, um, you see him... Excuse me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you see him raise his hand, he's about to do some spell, and suddenly, yeah, like, uh, he turns on the spot and looks over at Ivorus. Um, Tips his head, looks at you. We would be not wise to not ask um, if you've seen one of these before. And he does an illusion of the flower thing that we have a question about. Oh. Oh. Good job, the, Neil. The space flower? <laughs> Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Neo MVP right now. <laughs> yep. Doing good. I forgot. It's been a while. Good job, Neil. <laughs> Space flower. 
you know, really didn't want to bother Dindar about it. <laughs> no. Because that would have cost you're us. Cool. You, you're cool. Like 25 years or something. Boot me on the snoot for that one. You were like, no. I was, no. Bad. Bad. We're leaving no. that alone. Quit. Roll up newspaper. No. Can um, can you make a persuasion roll for me, please? I rolled a 21. He looks at you first like, who the fuck do you think you are talking to me? Um, and then he <laughs> sees what you have. Um, and he, he takes it a few steps over and he he um, he um reaches to take the flower from you and you see him turn it over. Um, you, being really close to him, see that his eyes flash purple and they stay purple for quite a while as he looks at this. And he, he blinks once and looks back up at you with his, his normal human eyes and he says... This is a star flower. It comes from the celestial plane. It is well known for its healing abilities. Hmm. Ah, uh, strange that a bunch of ghosts had it. <laughs> you see me tip his head and he says, My friends also inform me that this can be turned into a potion to make lost things found. Hmm. Interesting. Um, okay. Well, that's something. Much more um, than we had. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, It's quite rare and precious. Costs a fortune in the right markets. And he turns Uh, around and he... thing. I'm sorry. Um, See him dip his head and turn and look over you, over his shoulder at you. (laughs) This is really awkward. Um, I don't know how to put this... Not bluntly, but you seem to be the type that's good at moving souls around. You see I'm him like just turn continue. the rest of his body without <laughs> turning his head any further. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to continue before that gets more awkward. Um, Spit it out, child. I oopsed up, and I have a ring on that I can't get off. There's a soul in it, and if I die, I go in there, and he goes. I guess poof nowhere. Um and that's kind of bad for both of us. Um He goes to oblivion. You want me to uncurse your ring? Us in Could you? Yes, of course. Oh no, but wait, that would I don't I wanna make sure that the, the person in it isn't destroyed and I think that Well, that makes it obviously much harder. So, so I've been told. Uh, I require a vase, and then he can go into the stalking. I can't get him a body. Any vase? Any vase, one worth at least 200 gold. Okay. You can ask your friend to call me when you have it. Uh, thank you. And don't die before you find it. Trying, but... Uh, he looks around <laughs> at all of <laughs> their situation. Can't really stop doing what we're doing. So, um, so I've been led to understand. Uh, can I leave now? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Um, he strolls right past you into the captain's quarters, um, and he kind of like pops his head around and he like taps on the the cupboard right next to where Suvi is. Uh, and he says, You're the only other living person on board. Is there anything you want? <laughs> what? what? Hello? 
Hello, my name is Emil. I am a necromancer, and everything seems to want something. Do you want anything? Hi, hello, I'm Sylvie, Sylvie Fabling Pelicast of the Pelicast clan. Ah, so, so nice to meet you. So, so considerate of you to, to come, to come talk to me. Uh, I think I nodded off here in the corner. I haven't touched the cloaks, I promise. That's a good idea. At least one is cursed. Right. Oh, that's great. Uh, okay. Uh, do you do do you know which one is it? The blue one or the black one? Oh, the black one. Okay. Good to know. Do you would you know straight off uh, what the blue one does? Maybe, perhaps. No. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, you see, I have to do this this ritual. Because we're going. Oh, I'm so confused. I'm so sorry. <sighs> sorry. He, he goes and I'm pulls pretty... out a chair from the table and just sits down, hands <laughs> on his knees. It looks like he's had enough today, but he's still here. <laughs> I mean, he's being very patient with all this nonsense. <laughs> okay, so Suvi, uh, as briefly as Suvi can explain, tries to uh, explain what happened to her uh, with her mm -hmm. goddess and the ritual she doesn't know very much about and is expected to perform or actually has agreed to perform. So, so I was just uh, wondering if you had any sort of uh, helpful hints for me. Uh, I, I, I'm practicing, focusing uh, on, on my little baby octopus uh, every morning and every night. Mm -hmm. If you're heading to the more of clarity, with the warning that magic there is unpredictable. Yes, wonky, I think. Multiple yes. times. Yes, yes, that's one way of explaining it. Huh, yeah. From the sounds of it, you're either to destroy or replace the Guardian there, correct? <sighs> yes, I think so. Wreck and scratch. <laughs> I, I would prefer to destroy if I can. Oh. Yes. That, yeah, helpful hints, maybe, on that would be <laughs> good. I would recommend speaking with the current guardian on your arrival. S sorry, the, the what? Guardian what? There is a guardian at the Moor of Clarity. They are a person of responsibility in the world. And, and, and you called it what? The, 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 what? Guardian? A guardian. I don't recall their name. Uh, uh, okay. I, th I thought you said Rakaka Guardian. <laughs> maybe, maybe I, I, I just woke up from a little nap. Yes, long day. Uh, a long day indeed. I, I was a ladybug. <laughs> well, isn't that cute? And with that, he kind of like stands up. <laughs> okay. He says, "Thank you, thank you so much for your help." Thank Just speak to the Guardian before you decide to destroy a very sacred place for magic. Or if you're going to replace them, please speak with them. Okay, I'm I'm leaving. Uh, okay, okay, right. Yes. And he just storms out of the captain's <laughs> quarters. <laughs> Thank you. She sort of yells after him. He just like waves a hand, storms right past Iris and just goes to stand like six feet in front of Gref. <laughs> just a fucking dead stare that even Suvi follows him out 
Sugi follows him out. I'm just saying, going to say that because she's completely <laughs> yeah. like, okay, what is going on with this person? So she will hear whatever <laughs> happens now. She's peering around the corner. I was going to be and uh, which sister is it this here again? I always forget the Daisy. name. Daisy. Daisy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm assuming Gref and Daisy are like in some kind of a conversation, borderline <laughs> on an argument. <laughs> She's like one push, one one comment away from pushing you in the ribs. Yeah. <laughs> where you are. As, as just like, yeah, he just walks straight up and stands like six feet in front of you and just looks oh. at you. Uh, I, I, I'm telling you, that's why. Uh, do you need to give him a lift home or something? No, I don't require that. Anything else you need help with? Did you help my friend? Perhaps, in a manner of speaking. Well, I'm glad you could help. Thank you so much. Um, can I do anything for you? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Never call or speak to me again. You know what? Fair. Um, are you... You're him, right? From the stories. What stories? There are many stories about me. Graf looks, Graf looks <laughs> to Daisy and then back to Emil. Like, don't you put me in this. <laughs> if you have to ask which one of the stories, I, I have a feeling you know the stories. Probably. I assume now I'm done. Good. Kaz, if you require anything, call me. And with that, he goes, no matter who tries to interrupt him this time. <laughs> He's gone. He's been very there is, a, there is a look. There is a look on their face as they look at Gruff like, I didn't, I didn't tell him my actual name. Did you? Okay. All right. Uh, some of this God stuff's real fucking weird. Okay. Uh, I'm uncomfortable again. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, great. I'm going to go inside. That was very strange. Everything about this <laughs> is strange. Wait, Iris, you didn't let you weren't listening, would you? I was trying not to, but I was also trying to catch him. So, you know. <laughs> um, Please tell me you did not hear any of the things that we were talking about. Mostly at the end, you were just talking about how important it was that no one <laughs> knows about it. So uh, <laughs> Great. Okay, good. As yeah. long as that point is emphasized. No, I wasn't trying to interrupt or uh, eavesdrop. Okay, so I wasn't don't dropping know no what eaves you're on talking us. about, and probably uh, I shouldn't, so, so that's okay. Uh, are, are you okay, Fox? No, no, not really. I mean, can I help you? She sort of pats his arm. If he lets her. Um, <laughs> oh, if they let her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, like, just you're allowed. He's, they're not going to. Yeah, just very sort of briefly. I don't think this is something I'm allowed to get help with because I don't think I can involve other people. Yes, those things are, are hot. I, I understand. I need to have a mental consultation. <laughs> I'm gonna just go lay down. Okay. Um, oh, don't, don't, don't use the do. black cloak as a blanket, because that's cursed. 
the black cloak. The black okay. black cloak in the in the in the cupboard. I wasn't. Don't, don't use that. It's it's cursed. It's a very bad idea. I don't like. Okay. All right. I don't. I don't like. Being, he could have <laughs> uncursed it. He knows he could have. <laughs> well, I'm sure many people <laughs> could have uncursed it. To uncurse a thing. Okay. Well, um, I think he was in a hurry. Hello, Daisy, because she's still here, isn't she? Oh, yeah, she hasn't left. And I met her last time, did I? I don't, yeah. can't remember. Yeah. yeah. Hello, Daisy. You right, Zoe? Uh, yeah, nice to see you. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's not the nicest of places to meet your oh. folks, but hey. Your timing could not be more... Um, Interesting. Yeah. Like we just got here. I mean, (laughs) we stepped on board the boat and as soon as we did, you brought him (laughs) here. Look, I I was just, I was just doing my big brother here a favor. I didn't realize that uh, you'd be on the ship of the damned. I mean. What the fuck? Hey, if you were here like two hours sooner, you probably would have been fighting with us. So, I mean, that would have been cool. That would have been helpful. Ugh. No, actually, it would have been, have been helpful. <laughs> they actually had it in the bag. They were they were actually shockingly efficient at dealing with them. Well, I mean, you got two druids on a ship in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, we're going to be kind of efficient at it. Suvi kind of stands up tall and is like, "Yay, I did a thing." <laughs> <laughs> Definitely you don't did. fuck with druids in nature. Yeah, that's right. Like most of the druids I've ever met have been super powerful. So, what did you do, Graf? <laughs> Vox just kind of scuttles away at that one. <laughs> Emotional support. <laughs> ah, that's right. Yes, Emotional that's right. I, I asked Rush many times if I should uh, do that spell or, or, or another spell. I don't, I don't know if I did that, actually. Very helpful. Anyway, yes. <laughs> Graf is absolutely going to take you up on that lie. Yeah, I, 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 I helped. I, I, I orchestrated. I, 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 I made executive decisions planned. Right before Baskin told you you didn't have a say. <laughs> Iris? <laughs> Iris, not in front of that. <laughs> um... <sighs> All right. Um, well, uh, uh, I should probably go. <gasps> so right? soon. Oh, say it ain't so. It's almost like you don't want me here. We're on the ship of the damned. I do not want you here right now. Well, I don't want you here either, but you're staying. I can't right? leave, unlike you. <laughs> right? I can leave. No, probably come on. Get back to the pillar anyway. I mean, if you don't want me here, I guess I'll just leave. She's got time. We're we're stuck on a boat. <laughs> They're trying to fix it. Come on, we can have a like like. Tell me more about how the hell you met that guy. Well, uh, I, I was asking around about what you asked me to ask around about, mm-hmm. and um. I I spoke with some of Appella's other planeswalkers and one of them put me in contact with a seer and I spoke to them and then they put me in contact with, uh, well, they tried to put me in contact with a tiefling, 
but she was a bit too busy to deal with me. I think she was traveling with a friend of hers. And then they put me in contact with Emil because a bunch of other people are super busy trying to like save their lives or some shit. And um, yeah, he and I met just outside of Falsam. He was working on a portion. <laughs> uh, and then he just said to bring him right here. So he did this all for it's me. It's a bit roundabout. Well, yeah. Best sister. Yeah, I know. I know I'm the best sister. You know you have good competition. Hardly. <laughs> Hardly. I'm like the best sister you're ever going to have. And you are simultaneously the best brother and the worst brother. Uh, you're the best sister, but not the most humble one. <laughs> Please, none of them have got math skills. No, I'm seriously, I'm, I think I'm going to go this whole boat thing making me feel very uncomfortable and a little bit queasy. Uh, so I'm going to go. I should probably go check on a pillar and on Ma. So. Gris uh, going to walk up to her. She's going to just grab her hand with both of his hands, looks her straight in the eyes and says, thank you. Ah, yeah, right. You owe me. Yeah. Come collect at some point. Uh, she like throws her arms around you and gives you a big hug <laughs> and as she's hugging you she disappears Zuby ah! tries to wave but it's Wait. too late bye <laughs> she sees you and does like half a wave <laughs> as she's disappearing with a smile on her face <laughs> I'm in the cabin having an existential crisis oh yeah again that good shit yeah that good time <laughs> all right what do each of you want to do now? Well, uh, Griff just kind of looks at Suvi and like, hey, you know those things you didn't hear anything about? Yes. Good news, bad news. Not that you would know, but like, if you had a gut feeling. Uh, did you see Vox's face? I'm saying scary news? Yeah, but like, you could get good scary news. Like, 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 oh no. I inherited an army of skeletons and they owe no magic. It's like, yes. scary, but that's cool. That would be very cool. Gref looks around their current situation. But also very, very scary. Uh, uh, so he also looks around at the... Are they skeletons? Or are they just ghosts? Um, I can't remember. It's kind of a mixture of ghosts, skellies, ghouls, like a kind of mixture of all the above. If it has the undead tag, it's a board. Yeah, Sylvie's really Probably. scared. Well, baseline scared yeah. Yeah. of all of this. Yeah, and moves slightly closer to Graf because he's less scary. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, I, I, I get, I get your your point. Scary, good, but scary. Uh, kind of like this trip that we're doing. But I, I think the important part was that we shouldn't know about it. So. Is Ivor still there? Um, he he's around. Yeah. Is he hearing us? Is he within earshot? Are you having a conversation that seems private? Uh, Suvis always seems to be having a private conversation. <laughs> okay, so. then you know, he's, he's not trying to impede on conversations that he thinks are, are private. But he's still. Graf is putting 
no effort around. to do like hiding. No, Subi isn't either, but apparently <laughs> she she seems to be anyway. <laughs> she, she's always so 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 quiet and, <laughs> and she's so breathy like, is what she is. Mm-hmm. True, <laughs> true. That's what she is. But yeah, okay. Um, uh, okay, so and she's not making any attempt that Ivor is not hearing this. So uh, I I think Ivor uh, uh, did understand a little bit. So uh, does he look freaked out? And <laughs> she turns and stares at Ivor. <laughs> Greffa and Zubia staring at Ivor. <laughs> does he look freaked um, out? He. I mean, it's hard to kind of tell. He's. Um, you know, the whole, like, lizard thing. Mm. But um, it seems like a difficult topic from the little bit that I gathered. It seems like a very big deal. So, can't be easy. Mm. I'm sure it would be. Well, <clears throat> if they want to talk about it, if they want help, and even if they don't want help, we'll do our best. Yes, yeah, I'm not really the one to lean on for like how to emotionally support people, but um, I would just check on him later, maybe. Craft looks at you when you say like not worth emotionally leaning on. It's just like, <laughs> bro, no, <laughs> bro, you've been my pillar. <laughs> Does he say that, or is, is that just a look? Uh, it's definitely a look. There's like a look of like the fuck, are you? like like um, caring look. I think is like uh yeah, like just a. What are you? no, you're good. Uh, so we, has an awe face, but she's insane. <laughs> no, I think calling Ivers his pillar would be a little bit, little bit more emotionally vulnerable than Graffiti <laughs> <Rafi> is. <laughs> <laughs> but he's thinking it to himself very mm-hmm. loudly. Mm-hmm. And Subi is picking up on this and is is, is enjoying this uh, friendship moment that she uh, is observing. Great. Uh, let's um, let's jump over to the person in question. <laughs> let's stop talking. About <sighs> yeah. Hi. Hi. How you doing, bud? Uh, laying down on the floor, staring at the ceiling. <laughs> there's a, um, there's a mental conversation happening. Oh yeah, like as soon as you like lay down, you just hear like Chanteur's like How you doing? How the fuck am I supposed to connect you two? It's like uh... night and day, and not in the way where it's like, oh yeah, two halves of the same coin. No, like you two are very different. We do have our different ways. Indeed. How do I find something that is both of you? And then how do I... I don't... I mean, the rest of it's fine. It's, I mean, it's not fine. I don't want to die. But it's fine. Doing all this for the right reasons, for my own reasons. I'm still very stressed. I understand that. It's... It's not easy what we're asking. And we don't really want to ask. I don't want to lose you. But if we don't, maybe everyone's lost. Right. And I don't want that. If somebody else can cultivate a field of mushrooms, then I'd rather that. 
<laughs> yeah. It's, it's dangerous for us too, not that they really know that. It could be dangerous to us too. A lot less, but it could be. We don't know what it's going to be like when we get out there. Or if we can meld back together or what that does to you. There's a lot of unknowns. The research was rushed. I mean, look at the state of the world. I can understand why. Indeed. Perhaps linking us into a single object boil us down to our cause, I guess. Nature, traveling. Maybe it's nothing to do with food or plants. Maybe it's nothing to do with walking. Look around you. You have... How long did he say? It was a day. They said it was going to be a day. You have a day. Maybe something will strike you. Maybe it's something you already have. I can't tell if you're talking in intentional riddles or if you're being genuine. Of course he's talking in riddles. That's what he does. Okay, great. Uh, you can almost, like, feel him smiling. <laughs> he's He clearly has an idea, but he's not going to drip feed that to you. Um, she says, If at any point you change your mind, it's fine. You have to know that. I get it. I just don't like the alternative. <laughs> Not a wee much. Whatever you choose to link us together, I trust you. Of course I trust him too. I think that says a lot that I have to trust the gods. <laughs> and two of them. And two of them. Well, I think it's probably best that we let you get some rest. Right, I'm sure you guys been have a long uh, day, some prayers to answer. <laughs> yeah, there are a couple of fields that need to be really grown. Um, there's been some weird things happening with fields recently, and I kind of need to make sure that they get restarted and regrown. So, yeah, I have a fair amount to do. There are a fair few folks that require some protection during their travels. I imagine there's some of them need us. <laughs> Some of them require nudging onto a corrector path. Well, we'll see. Sleep well. Spoilers, they don't sleep well. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> they sleep not well. At least no nightmares. I would fucking hope not. I will make Them that Iverus's no problem if so. <laughs> we do have to do that at some point. Literally, so. it's going to be like if any of us get a nightmare, it's going to be like waking up your mom in the middle of the night. It's gonna just going to be Iverus. We should probably <laughs> have a nightmare. Well, we should probably fulfill our, our promise to Dendar sooner than later. So <laughs> you, 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 God Welsh, not deal. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> if I become an avatar and I go fuck with the Blissful Eclipse, does that count? Well, I become the Blissful Eclipse nightmare. Sounds like a nightmare to me. Okay. It's my own nightmare. Yeah. If you think that you can find anything at all to scare cows, I guess. But <laughs> Some would say we're already in a nightmare. We're on this ship of the dam yeah. with 
skeletons and horrible things. We don't need that. No, it's not our nightmare. We don't. <laughs> that wasn't the problem. No. Okay, true. <laughs> I, mean, I guess it can be. The, uh, a nightmare. The the ship itself, um, during the three of your conversation outside and your conversation with your deities, um, has begun to actually move now. The ship has repaired itself enough. Um, and you see a lot of the crew are beginning to man their various stations. Um, you can see that there are what looks like not one, but actually two first mates that are kind of flanking around where Baskin is. And you can see uh, what is like a a creature that just seems to have arms uh, turning turning the wheel. Um, yeah. Wait, yeah. a creature that seems to this have is the arms? Evening. What the hell? Only arms. Uh. <laughs> arms and only arms. Oh. <laughs> Iris walks over to where Baskin is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like he's he's up on the deck, and you can see that there are a couple of uh, folks um, hovering around him. Um, he looks at you and has a very nervous smile on his face. Everything going well. Baskin is understanding the nuances of Baskin's new ship. Okay. Um, a, a minute alone. Kind of pulls him off uh, to. You- a- a quieter corner. <laughs> uh, Baskin is the captain of the ship. Shoes the two first mates away. <laughs> hey. Uh, yeah, he doesn't even need to move. I didn't want to say it in front of them in case we wanted to uh, not, you know, let your absence on the ship be known. But I, I did set up that teleportation room to go get your um, trusted help. Uh, if you want to still do that, I-, I could take someone else. I don't know if it would be wise for me to show up alone, um, especially since this would be kind of like me letting the people <laughs> on your ship know that I can just kind of be there at any point, and they might not really be comfortable with me yet. So, um, I uh, yeah, he 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 nods and he he puts a, an arm, a hand very like uh, gently on your arm, and he says. Baskin wants to be able to ask for help if Baskin needs it, but after Baskin has spoken with my first mates aboard this boat, Baskin thinks this might be okay. But if Baskin needs help or if Baskin needs to flee Baskin will ask you let me check the spell because I've already set it up yeah, <laughs> yeah. basically I'm just going to say it's there Okay. <laughs> that rune will not disappear um, I'm going to say for the, for the sake of brevity you have that on board your ship and you can use that to flee at any time um, it's like a like a temporary tattoo, I guess. <laughs> it's there when you want it and you can get rid of it when you use it. Um, okay. All I have to do is cast it in the same place every day for one year to make it permanent. Okay. <laughs> well, let's uh, not do that. Uh, because <laughs> One year. That seems so wild. <laughs> you can't miss it a single wild. day. <laughs> nope. Nope. That day you got too hungover. Bad idea, buddy. Um <laughs> 
No, I'm going to say it's going to basically stay there as a, as a, a temporary okay. um, until you need to use it, um, either to flee or to uh, go get someone. Like, it will just be there. Um, okay, well, if, if you're sure and confident with these um, people around, then, uh, yeah. But Baskin, this... Ship of the Damned has a lot of experience on it. Baskin needs to trust the first mates. First mates. Otherwise, Baskin may not have a crew that follows Baskin. To be honest, I didn't necessarily think we were going to get someone to... Um help operate the boat I, th I thought it was more like a safety thing but I guess we're if, okay so um. if Baskin's new boat Baskin will be fine Baskin will ask Ivaris if Baskin needs help Baskin does not wish to risk his friends right um Okay. Well, uh, I don't know. Is Ivaris okay? Oh, um, yeah, I, I think so. Um, I need to go somewhere to, um, find a very expensive vase. <laughs> um, <laughs> about as expensive as, as our boat that we have. Um, in tow here. That's right. A really, why does really Ivaris need a special vase? I think. Um, <laughs> why does Ivaris need a he, very expensive? He wiggles vase? his fingers and taps at the ring. Ivaris's ring wants a vase. <laughs> well, when you put it like that, I guess, <laughs> but not. No, well, no, it's how I can get the person in there out and to the stalking, uh, apparently, without, you know, destroying a soul or whatever. Baskin understands. Um, do, do you know about the recent visitor to the ship? <laughs> Were you made aware? Baskin nods. Okay. And he's like, yeah, it, Baskin's it was from first mate's advice from yes. him. Yeah. Baskin's first mates were in awe of Gruff's visitor. I imagine that came as quite a surprise to them as it did to us. Yes. 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 Um, other than that, I, I just need to to kind of get us on uh, to do, not us, like I, just those of, of us who made a deal with Dinda. Um, on to fulfilling our thing um, but we shouldn't Basket be understands. a bother to you um, so that should be fine and I think I think everything's I think I think I'm fine I think Baskin is glad for Ivaris now if Baskin is to get Ivaris and our friends to the moor Baskin has to get back to work. 
don't overwork yourself. Call for us soon for a break. Baskin will. I just want to go talk with the others um, at the moment and, and get a plan for what we need to do. He smiles and nods. Um, you see the other two, uh, the, the first mates, uh, their ghostly forms, they kind of begin to float over when they sense that the conversation is nearing the end. Yeah. Um, Ivers, so yeah, they're kind Ivers of... kind of waves. Like, <laughs> almost the things, <laughs> of, you know, he doesn't want to offend them to have requested to talk alone, so. Uh, no, they, they, they don't really react in any meaningful way. Um, but yeah, like yeah, Baskin and uh, the first mates and the helmsman or the helms arms return back to back to work. Okay, then I return to the quarters where we're at. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think when you're returned to the quarters, there is obviously just like a Casar Vox laying flat on the ground. <laughs> oh, um, does he look asleep yet? <laughs> No, no, I just okay. like laying on their back, <laughs> hands like steepled over their chest, staring at the, the ceiling. <laughs> Who else is it? Suvi has a very important thing to do. Uh, yeah. She might sort of conclude into bursting into this scene. Uh, she, <laughs> she wants to make a cup of tea for Vox. So she sort of <laughs> tries to find the galley. Is there a galley? Um, it's a fair question. I love that. I love that you know the word galley. I love that. I mean, well, the thing is, Suvi. Sure. Um, <laughs> it's a ghost ship. Yeah. But it had to have They're once been a regular dead. one. Yeah. So surely there are some dried mushrooms somewhere, and somewhere you can boil a kettle so you can make him some mushrooms. So tea. there would be a place. Surely. In- could potentially like boil water in a in a galley, but there wouldn't be any supplies left because the ship has been underwater. Right. <laughs> and yeah, okay. they would not have restocked in the potentially hundreds of years the ship has been in operation. You could steep that fancy so flower find... we found. <laughs> Starflower tea. <laughs> hey guys. Would you... <laughs> Starflower tea, yay! Oh potion. my god, I think that's a potion. Uh, not no, she doesn't do that. We had no supplies left, right? We had no food at all. Uh, left. I honestly don't remember. Do you guys not have any rations? Well, I, I, I have no idea why. I have. I don't remember this. Where does this come from? We have druids. <laughs> okay, so I just listened to the most recently released episode and. We had no no rations and we had good berries. Oh. And then I think we just didn't have any rations left. <laughs> is, that, so is that the most we recently had... released to the main feed or the one that yeah. was recently released to Patreon? Yeah. That was on the way ah, to feed. the island, I think. No, it was when we were on the yeah. island, I think. So maybe yeah. we resupplied? Uh, I do yeah. not remember I mean, surely, surely there would have been a resupply with the boat, right? Because I gave yeah. you a healing potion, so yeah, I mean, the idea that they probably threw a few extra rations in, like, sure. So would there be tea or dried mushrooms or both? Uh, I'm going to say in the ration pack because I'm a Brit. Of course there's tea. <laughs> of course there's tea. <laughs> okay, good. Now, having spent a lot of time trying to figure this out... <laughs> 
<laughs> Susumi goes down to the galley and is very scared uh, and very carefully makes a cup of tea mm-hmm. and very carefully brings it back to the sort of, I think it was the captain's quarters yeah, that's or something, right, yeah. where we slept or could sleep or whatever. Yeah. And sort of uh, very gently opens the door with her cup of tea in her hands. And maybe that is the moment that I, we just left. Perhaps? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a, a good one. Like, just after Ivaris has entered back in and whatever. Where, where's Gref? Uh... Well, I I was gonna say Gref is telling Suvi horror stories about Emil, like uh, <laughs> little children tales. But if Suvi's running around, like you could have, you could have done that in the galley. Yeah, I think yeah, I you think just been following Suvi. I not any idea what Suvi's actually trying to do. One hundred percent, Gref's just like, and then he'll come into your house if you don't actually put on the socks before you go to bed. He will come into your house and he will steal you the color from Gref, your toes. And this is very scary. She puts the kettle on. Okay, but I, I don't want to hear these scary stories. It's already scary enough here. Right? No, you don't and understand starts... how evil he is. Oh my god! Okay, I thought he's been very nice. He nope. was very nice. He listened nope. to my story nope. and he liked the baby octopus. He said it was cute. He said I was cute. Oh, oh, it's boiling. She pours water into the cup and adds uh, some feelings. <laughs> And, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I heard a story about where he like made a pile of corpses so tall that the next town okay, over you can tell gave me on the up stairs, before Griff, going up he now. even come, arrived. Come okay, I'm not listening. Okay, I can't. I can't hold my. I can't plug my ears because I have to carry this mug. <laughs> yeah, and I think. Griff, I, what is your source? <laughs> Mama Griff made it the fuck up. <laughs> This tankard of tea, that is too scary. Yep, you, you make it... ye oldie times. Tea unspilled to the captain's quarters where Ivoris has just entered and where uh, Voxkaz is, is lying on the floor. <sighs> okay, so Suvi very gently walks over to Vox and says, uh, uh, Vox, I, I made you some tea? And she sort of plonks it down next to him and then backs away. Uh, yeah, the, um... Thank, thank you. Doesn't okay. even pick up the head, just kind of like reaches over, grabs it, and just like dumps it down their maw. <laughs> That's probably warm. Suvi's taking out her whittling knife and whittling something from her branch while we're talking. I mean, <sighs> he came and he left. And as far as I can tell... He kind of like ice walks. He did no permanent damage. Yeah, I don't think that my soul has been tampered with. What about you, Vox? How uh, are things? <laughs> oh, you know, just okay. Um, <laughs> the usual. Yeah, you've had anxiety once. You've had it a thousand times. Am I right? Uh, I guess. All right. I- I'll just ask if you're not going to tell us. Good news or bad news? Yes. Skeleton army, maybe? What? What? (laughs) (laughs) So that's a no then. Okay, that's a relief. That's that's not really in my purview. That's not really a... a I mean, come on, you know, druid's not, that's not really a thing. 
Well, I mean, I guess no, some exactly druids technically so. could, but. Oh, not, not, not you, I think, and not me. No, very scary skeletons. But I, like, seriously, walks like. I can't what? tell you. For the, for the safety of myself, absolutely myself, uh, probably all of you and a fair few other people, apparently, uh, I can't be saying things. Just a sly grin that crawls across uh, Grass's face when he says that. He's like, <laughs> okay, okay. Gotcha. I, don't, I don't like the way you're chuckling. Is it because the last time uh, you said something, uh, a, a lich was brought to the ship? Is that why? <laughs> Is it that kind of like a precaution? Well, no, but I mean, now that you bring it up, that is a fair point that I hadn't originally considered, but uh, now I'm considering it. So yeah, no. <laughs> if Emil would have just told you no, you could have told us that. You didn't get a straight no, and I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad there's a possibility he for you. very, very helpful, like he wanted to be helpful. Called me interesting. Yeah. I had a question for him, and he seemed rather nice, um, surprisingly, so. Okay, you were clearly not listening to the stories I was telling Sylvie. Okay, to catch you up. No. <laughs> Sylvie was not listening to the stories either, because, you know, <laughs> very scary stories. Don't listen to the stories. Don't tell the stories again. I can plug my ears now. No, I can't. Have you considering have plugging his Stop mouth? Stop telling stories. <laughs> That's a good. Uh, do you want some tea, Graf? Ooh, yes. Okay, Suvi goes down and makes some tea for Graf. Oh, that's a very polite <laughs> way of saying shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> now you can talk without Suvi hearing. Maybe that will <clears throat> help. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm still not saying shit. Speaking of scary stories, we should fulfill our. Bargain with Dindar sooner than later. It, does anyone have their intended? Um, I, the word is nasty, but target in mind at this point. I'm not sending it to anybody else. I'll bear the brunt of it. That's not if the agreement that we had, and that's not necessarily how this works, because unfortunately, you cannot give yourself a nightmare. You have to be there, which means you have to be awake. Ish. I believe Dandar said that they would suffice with tormenting the me if I didn't do what they said. I don't believe that's what they want, but I think that would make them... Happy that enough. was one of the options if literally we didn't make the deal that we made. And I'm going to be honest, Gref, it was a much worse option. Because you don't want to remember the, the nightmare. Us doing this to other people that we know and them forgetting is harmless in the long run. It's what I did as a child for years to get away from guilt of doing what the auntie wanted me to do. It, they won't remember it. But one of us remembering it, th that could change us. Now, I understand why the bargains that Dindar gave us, the deals kept getting worse, and I know that you couldn't really see that. 
but I I kind of get it. I know what Dindar is getting out of this, and it's hard to explain because it's not the nightmare itself that Dindar wants. Do you understand that, Gruff? Dindar has plenty of nightmares. Mentioned it actually to me. It plenty fed right now. Does our nightmares that we're giving Dindar aren't hardly a snack? What Dindar is getting out of this is kind of like I have an understanding with Dindar that gives Dindar a bit of, of, of power, I guess. If you remember the dream, you'll wish that Dindar had been there and you will understand Dindar's purpose in the world. If you witness a tinge of it happening to someone else, and Dindar comes and alleviates them of the thing that you've done, then you understand Dindar's place in the world a little better. Either way, Dindar gets out of this with more people who have a better understanding of Dindar and her place in the world. This Dindar just wants people to understand, I think. That's what Dindar gets out of the deal. On that, Suvi enters and quietly gives tea to everyone and shuts up. <laughs> it listens. Remembering it was a far worse option. And not the deal we made. Because of that reason. Before I argue anymore, V, am I misremembering? I thought we had a choice. To either put it on yourself or put it on someone else? Yeah. The, uh, both offers it, were made. Put it, we declined yeah, them. Yeah, both offers were Correct. Uh, you made the offer to put it on to someone else because, as Neil states correctly, if it's on you, you will remember it. Mm-hmm. But that was, Ivers kind of tried to nudge us away from that. Uh, mm-hmm. You really didn't want anyone else to like bear this. And I was like, it's not really like that. <laughs> so we like. I might be able to arrange it to where you can choose me if that makes it easier for you. No, no, I just. I, I was just going to say maybe we give them to each other. I'm sure. I'm sure Dandar will just give us some nightmares on that point. Um, I've my experience with the gods is they don't think it's cute when we try to be clever. Um, okay, so shall we give it to a really horrible person then? Kels? <laughs> Let's just all give right? it to a meal. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't recommend. He was nice. He was nice. He. He called me cute. If you're confident that your imaginings can haunt such a person as either of those people, then I guess. But also it's not wise that you try, because if you don't succeed, they will know that you were there, possibly, if you're not able to hide well enough in the dream. Um, They might become lucid to the fact that you were there. Suvi looks deflated. Hmm. All right. Don't forget your tea. It's right there. Graf grabs perfect. the cup, takes a big gulp from it. Suvi <laughs> <Sylvie> looks happy. <laughs> so when do you want to do this? I have an idea. Okay. 
I think I know who we could give us to. Uh, well, except I don't think Suvi would be able to. What, Su- was Suvi part of the deal? I don't know. Technically, right? Yeah. Oh, that might be a little bit hard for Suvi to do. I'm sorry. But th- the rest of us, um, what about the assholes that are still part of the initiative? The other team, you know, the, the jackasses that were giving us the side and everything. <laughs> You know what? I have their character sheets right here. <laughs> that sounds like they're in a boat following our boat. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, so another ship of the damned. No. Uh, so I have a, um, I have a uh, lucky die NPCs for roll twenty. So you guys don't see what I roll or mm. basic ICBA shit. Um, and yeah, I have, I have the three of them. <laughs> I mean, but I can't give a nightmare to someone who I don't know about, right? It has to be someone that I'm familiar with. It should be someone you know, yeah. I mean, maybe oh, you could crap. hijack one of them, uh, one of the others going in, but like I could piggyback onto double nightmare. I, I have no idea what I'm talking about, <laughs> <laughs> and neither does Suki. So, hey, it is a possibility, Kaz. However. The reason that it's preferable that you know them quite well, actually, in this case, um, is that you need to figure out the weakness, the fear, to be able to cause the nightmare to snowball well enough that Dindar accepts it. Wait, does Kaz even know the other Kit 4 team? Yeah. Wasn't that Aron? Well, Aron did, but you have to remember that Kaz also worked with Adnilov for a very long time. Right, yeah, yeah, good point, yeah, good point. Yeah, 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 definitely. It might be more difficult. Versus going after someone who I know a little bit better than that. The the people that we used to do nightmares on in uh, the auntie camps... Um, we would do it to them repetitively and get to know what works and what doesn't. And it might be more difficult if you don't know the person. That's all. I mean, personally, I know someone else that could be a good option, at least for me, but I don't know how I really feel. As long as they can do with a restless night. That's all that really counts. It's just a restless night. We're not painting a target that Dendar is suddenly going to start fucking with them constantly. No, Dendar wanted one dream from each of us, but one dream each. This wasn't a repetitive thing. And Dendar doesn't, Dendar doesn't cause nightmares herself, really. Um, or necessarily interfere with with people that much, to be honest. Um, There's kind of just plenty of nightmares already happening most of the time that Dendar is okay. Um, It's actually quite a bold thing that we asked, um, because we asked Dendar to go and cause nightmares to someone else. That's not what Dindot does. Okay. I have somebody that I can 
though on my end. All right. <clears throat> Suey, do you have somebody? No. I, uh... <laughs> Ooh, I've got I, one I, for I you, Suvi. Kreff walks over to you with his cup of coffee and sits down. Tea. Cup of tea. It's, it's tea, Kreff. It's tea, Kreff. <laughs> all right. You have uh, quite enough caffeine in you. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Uh, let me get my character sheet. All right. So, imagine the biggest tosser you could ever imagine. He's yellow. Right? He's got one horn, and he looks like an idiot. <laughs> and Gruff's going to go into detail okay. describing Ennis. Uh, yep. The one. Ennis Athena. Yep. And, he, and he's just like, all right, so uh, he has a sister that he's looking for that he can't find. So, like, lean into that. Uh I, 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 and 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 he fucked up big. Like he doesn't have any of the stones anymore. So like, imagine like maybe he can get the stone, then take the stone away, and then like like have like a tiefling with like eighteen horse mock his single horn. Like just just go nuts with it. Just he might be scared of Kells punishing him for losing the stones. Oh, to see oh. Gruff, Gruff, Gruff looks at the, uh, Iris and just goes like, you're good at the... Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, that sounds good. I'm not, I'm not sure that would work because I've never met this person, but, but maybe because, you, you, you know, Gruff, I, I, I sort of like F, everyone. Ever met? Is that strange? Yes. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I, I'm not too fond of the skeletons outside, but I'm I'm sure they have good qualities. I just haven't met them, probably. Yeah, I've kind of gathered that this is not your vibe, and I just wanted to let you know that I really appreciated your willingness to work with Dindar on this because. Uh, I know it can be a lot. Yeah, but thanks. Yeah. I, I just, I, I want to take my share, you know. We're, we're working together now, so I, I want to make sure I do my part. Well, thank you for your trust in this kind of questionable situation that we've put you in. Now everybody can join me in being an ex- anxious wreck. <laughs> I get to double up on it tonight, apparently. Ennis, Ennis. So me, Karen, wants to Google him, but <laughs> 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 like, okay, I'm gonna send email to this person. I need to get a picture. Uh, <laughs> my brain is doing weird stuff. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wow, right. very far down the rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yep, yep. But in, yeah, I'm sort of picturing uh, him. Cool. Dope. All right. Shall we get this nightmare roller coaster on the road? <sighs> Great. Love it. Enthusiasm. All right. Mm-hmm. Neil. Mm-hmm. 
You're the conductor of this okay. train. Okay. Ibris <laughs> sets you down and begins the beginnings of setting up all this stuff and, and runs through everything with you and makes sure that you know everything and just reminds you when it starts to get really bad and Dindar comes, I, it's usually safest to leave immediately, but you might say hi, you know, I, just get out. It's not difficult to get out. You, you'll be able to do it rather um, easily. Um, I don't need to really guide you on that, but just uh, don't let your curiosity get the better of you. That's pretty much it. It's okay, just so dangerous. Think, get, get out, and you're out. Yes, it's dangerous for your sanity to stay and watch. And remember, they will forget the entire dream. So, no hard feelings and no knowledge that you were ever there. No, but I will remember what I made someone, what I put someone through, right? It's not a nice thing, I know. Um, but, you know, uh, Yanti and Dindar had this strange relationship where they didn't really care about niceness. Mm. And Dindar, while I wish that she wouldn't, was very willing to just accept the offerings. It empowers her. Dindar's probably more of a big picture person than to care about individuals as much. So, hard to know and uh, hard to really judge gods. But it is what it is. And ultimately, it's for a greater good. Because without Dindar, we would all be pretty fucked. So, just remember that. Try not to let this weigh on your guilt. All right. So, um, for each of your nightmares, I need the target name. And I will let you know. And then we will figure out what role it will be to figure out how much of an offering to Dendar it shall be. Uh, Ivoris, who are you targeting? I'm going to go to Adnilov. <gasps> How could you? <laughs> just, we all chose Adnilov. Damn it. Just, just wait. <laughs> we, all, we all just meet there. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, hey. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> so how do you know what Adnilov? What <laughs> the fuck are you all doing here? Um, okay. And then we all go to the pub. Anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> and the pub just serves like stale beer. <laughs> and the floor is sticky. Uh, okay. Uh, what's the gist of the nightmare? Um, plot twist. I'm not going to do a nightmare. I'm just going to visit this one. And I'm going <laughs> to do mine after everyone else is done. I just want to visit. You're terrible. God, just such a dickhead. <laughs> Absolute dickhead. <laughs> uh, I can give you my real target. 
but it'll be yeah better. yeah that's okay. what i want dude okay, um well. but yeah you can visit adam love that's fine okay do you um, want that now or like we'll visit, no we'll visit adam okay. love afterwards that's totally fine i just want to get the crux of what it is that y'all are doing i don't think we need to go in depth because i think it's quite fitting that dendar eats those nightmares um so we could just have like the person and and the topic and we'll figure out how good that is from there okay. um so who actually targeted? oh my actual target um well yes okay um you remember, you remember um, the dragon? <laughs> Which one? Wow. Uh, the one that I know. We just know the rat. Oh, Derek. The one that I know is scared of Yanti and have a has probably a pretty big trigger on that. Oh, neat. Uh, go um, big or go home, V. Like I'm trying. No, no. To... <laughs> um, it, it's it's not that it's not that at all. Um, you go to connect with Derek. He's dead. What? We got a confirmation that he was alive. I asked someone. Yeah, but as of this day, because the the Dragon Seekers game just happens, he's dead. Of course. (laughs) He literally died in their second episode. Oh my god, of course. He's dead. (laughs) He wasn't a good dragon, Suvi. Stop it. (laughs) But it's a dragon. I'm so sorry, Neil. It was a good choice, mm-hmm. but he's super dead. <laughs> All right. Well, Tauri. If Sibby finds out, she's devastated. Anyhow, you're aiming for Tauri. No, what did Tauri do? Damn it. Tauri oh, knows it, that I, we were chill. <laughs> I know. I know, but I, I can't. Um, I oh, cannot goodness. say. Oh, um, yeah, you don't connect with uh, the threat dragon, and then you just go for Tauri, and you, it's just angry. I was going, <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> what did you do? I mean, if you really want to go fucked up, Tauri is a good Tauri, because you know the weaknesses. Uh, l- let me think about it, then. Yep, then we will circle back to you. Um, let's go with Gref. Who are you targeting? The cleric of the blissful eclipse. He already has nightmares coming at him from Dendar. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, yeah, that was the deal. It. <laughs> That's literally. You know what? I'll take it. Fine. I want to join the party. No. I'm going in there and I'm just gonna fuck with him. I'm just gonna replay him like underhand throwing, throwing the emphasis the the, the the alchemist stone to us again and again, just like like it, and it gets bigger and glorious. Like first it's in the little dungeon, then it's out in the, the yard. And another one, he's like throwing it to a little <laughs> child that grabs him, like, thanks. And then it gets bigger and bigger. He's in a stadium and he throws it and everybody's booing at him. I just I, I keep making it dumber and bigger. Just like he keeps doing he does the pitching thing where he throws it at someone with a bat and it just knocks it out of the park. Yep. Off it goes. And and Ivers um, is there in the the state like he's in the he's in the, the the, the the seats and he grabs the home run <laughs> and the cleric gets to run a fucking like circle yeah I fucked it up look at me go you know what I'm gonna say that Dendar is uh, more amused than uh, this is not the scariest nightmare that has ever been put forth <laughs> but that this is certainly amusing <laughs> and quite annoying 
that is that is successful has been accepted you've just Sucked described on. gref in all of his person <laughs> amusing and annoying <laughs> acceptable acceptable <laughs> oh fuck me that's funny all right um let's go for stevie right uh so uh Thanks to Graf, I'm going for Ennis Athenar. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yay. <laughs> because Sibi has li- literally not met a person <laughs> that she couldn't find a redeeming quality in. Aww. Uh, so, Sibi's too pure for this world. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yes. <laughs> she probably, I mean, she understands that there are evil people, but yeah, no, she hasn't met one and she doesn't know anything damaging about one yeah. so that wouldn't just wouldn't work uh so what she does uh is she sets it up so it starts as all his dreams have been fulfilled he's found his sister he's the reigning person of whatever town you know <laughs> I, don't, I can't remember Shawana. i wrote a whole story about this and i can't remember um about his sister but anyway so he's he's and uh Kels has succeeded uh, and he has helped, and she is about to award him whatever his heart's most desires. And just at that moment, uh, everything falls apart. His horn falls off onto his big toe. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and pierces it. Uh, Kels uh, starts strangling him. Uh, and they fall into one of those uh, Lord of the Rings-esque wrestling matches into an <laughs> abyss. Oh. Uh, and this just continues forever. All right. Uh, so I basically, he is being eaten uh, by Kels forever. Falling All right. into an abyss. I love it. That is definitely a more successful nightmare nightmare. Um, and uh, Denda very much appreciates the build-up and then, you know, to a fall of a villain. Um, she she likes the poetic justice. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, who's the other one? Uh, Kaz. Hi. Sorry, Vox. So, uh, we never gave a name to the NPC, but I think it's very fitting. Um, mm-hmm. Kaz is going to target uh, the village elder from his home. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if many people really picked up on it, but part of Kaz's backstory very heavily draws inspiration from the old witch hunts. So I think the nightmare is going to dig into that concept of Everybody is what like trying to find if their neighbor is a heretic, worshiping something else, dark magic, that whole thing. And I imagine it's like there's been a big uh, gathering in the town center. Uh, there's some sort of major uh, revelation that needs to be shared. And then it ends up being that the elder is up in front of everybody. And then suddenly the crowd is calling that. The elder is actually like the traitor in the village that they're worshiping another deity other than the traveler, and it becomes a whole thing where they get attacked and run out of town, much like a certain someone did. <laughs> nope. I I think that's perfect. Yeah. 
Um, Dendal very much appreciates the uh, very much appreciates you targeting someone with something that is obviously personal to you and something that they would also be quite afraid of having been the perpetrator of it um that is one successful nightmare it's good don't feel good about it all right <laughs> no it's uh as mentioned necessary evil this is the bargain you made all right iris okay well i think it would be very funny to target daka is that her name and uh Dalka? the the tabaxi oh. and just like no. the nightmare be we don't leave her alone ever and we just follow her and keep needing small favors <laughs> well i think that that's very funny um i'm not gonna do that um because it, it's probably smarter i'm gonna do all this oh and this oh, is a strategic no. move mm-hmm. um the way that he sets it up is whatever is happening in the dream currently is interrupted by Adnilov saying, come on, we got to go wherever we're going. When they get there, he puts Alice in a room with Kells and Adnilov shuts the door behind them, betraying Alice and dipping because like, you tried to kill me. (laughs) Like, I'm out. And I'm locking you in there to deal with this mess that you, you know. And uh, this is very much a test on Alice to see how he reacts. Um, And if this does kind of trigger a nightmare or if he's just like, oh, well, hey. Hey, how you doing, bud? Yeah, we're best friends or whatever, you know. Uh, Let me... Let me dip into Arliss's character sheet mm-hmm. and Arliss's character notes that I have. Because obviously Travis isn't here to answer his own question. Arliss <laughs> <laughs> attempts to be friendly with Kells and Kells is friendly back. Um, they have a polite conversation, but you get the distinct feeling that he is very unsure and scared and worried for his life and you then see her throw a hand out and you see like these puppet strings appear and then you realize that Arliss is now being puppeted through his existence where he starts to kill faces and names of people that you don't recognize people that you would know because you're watching him that he is close to or people that he has ties to um this definitely activates a nightmare where he is not in control of himself and is a puppet of Kells. Okay. Ivers stays long enough to watch that and get that confirmation that Alice is not a traitor in this moment, in this instance with Kells, and that Adnilov is not with someone that's unsafe in this moment. Um, Good. Kind of gives Dindar a wave because he's probably hung out long enough to... <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, it's like the two of you are sitting back drinking tea from from another room um yeah no um she appreciates the use of this as a tool um and uh thanks you for your uh your devotions um all righty then you have all successfully paid off your toll to dendar suvi <laughs> also waves at dendar very quickly before exiting <laughs> Very scared. 
very quickly. <laughs> yep. Yep. Getcha. Getcha. That was all right. I'll uh, I'll make sure that affects what's coming up next for the ones that you will probably come across. All righty then. Morning 105. It is snowing quite heavily out at sea. Um, there is a fierce wind, um, which is going in the exact opposite direction of where you want to be going. But this is the ship of the damned and zero fucks are given on this account. Um, the ship has been traveling at very fast speed uh, overnight over the course of what y'all have been doing. Um, and you wake up not feeling massively refreshed because you basically had to work. <laughs> but other than that, you've all managed to get your long rests and whatever else you can do to like regain whatever it is you need to do. Do I get to visit Adnalov? Yes, I do apologize oh, if you've okay. gotten that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Let's go hang out with Adnalov. <laughs> he pops in and immediately makes his presence known because he's not there for any reason. She is... Lying on a beach, and the sun is quite warm, and she's just sunbathing. There is not another soul around her. Well, glad I'm not here to ruin this. Don't know how I could. Oh, uh, ruin what? Your dream. Oh, you. Don't wake up. She like reaches over and pats the sand next to her. She goes back to lying back and being tanned. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fill up a sand. And like, as she does that, like a towel just appears for you to lay down. <laughs> um, so you're you alive. quite all right. Yes. How are things? They're going well. We've managed to get... Many of the former assembly leaders together, and they seem to be quite happy taking my direction. Alice has been useful. Good. Um, do give him my apologies for the restless night that he is currently having. Um, How? Do you not? I don't want to know. I owed a favor. Of course. Are you all doing okay? Well, um, <laughs> I think you'd be rather surprised at where we are, but... It's probably best, I don't know. Right. Um, we're fine for now. Yeah. Good. I'm glad to hear it. So the organization of the... Assembly is going well, then. Yes, we're drawing together the resources and information and sources needed to take down the initiative, even if we can't take down Kells. Okay. And we've also had a preliminary invitation to a world conference I'm not really sure how to phrase it, actually. Was it the one on the island that we just... No, well, yes and no. There is an island in the singing... Oh, shit, is it the singing waters? Yes. There's an island in the singing waters. It's 
kind of to the east of Kino. Uh, many of the world leaders from Discora and the Olcath Isles and a place called Giata. Giata. I'm not really sure. I'm going to talk about the fact that the treaty is broken and what we're going to do moving forward. It's some distance off, but if all things go well, myself or Baraka should be going. Okay. Well, it doesn't sound terrible. I don't think it is. Provided, of course, that we live that long, and hopefully we should have taken down the initiative by then. Well, if you get bored and want to kill someone, we could sure find someone and use some help, but honestly, probably <laughs> best to... Uh, probably best not to put your necks in here with ours on this one. I'd actually much rather be with you than doing what I need to do now, but I think my skills better suit here. I'm not quite the spray assassin I used to be. And she lifts her hands, and you can see that she has both hands in her dream. Mm. Well, if you want an afternoon away in a box to visit, it could be arranged. <laughs> I'll find a way of letting you know if I need a distraction. Sure. Well, uh, now, and she kind of like leans back and she like lifts her hand across her eyes to create <laughs> some shades. Uh, the, the towel underneath you disappears. Now, if you wouldn't mind, I'd like to get back to this. Yeah, here you go. And he puts an umbrella. <laughs> <in there>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's cute. I love it. Uh, enjoy the rest of your uh, dream. Very well. Good to see you. Give my best to the others. Of course. And off you go. And with that, yep, off you go. The next morning. <laughs> Snow. Who wants berries? Morning of 105. Haha, <laughs> 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 we're overtaking the, the Dragon Seekers by one Yay! day. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is heavily snowing. Um, your collection of good berries uh, goes round well with your small alive team. The undead folks don't seem to have stopped working or particularly care about eating because they don't need Wait, it. Wait, who's spending um, the spell slot? The ship is going. Are we doing a double double whammy <laughs> of soy sauce and mushrooms or whatever it was? That's not efficient. We need to be efficient now. Roll off. Uh, Roll D20, let's go. <laughs> wait, is higher better? Wait, wait, wait. Wait, is higher better or lower? Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> In D&D, it's better to roll higher, so... Okay. See, I it's been so long, I didn't even remember how to do this. Slash R don't, space don't D20. Make me. Uh, okay, I'm spending the spell slot and the good berries taste of soy sauce. So there you go. Mm. Nice. Mm. Oh, mommy, yummy! I miss it when we used to have mushroom and soy sauce. <laughs> we gotta conserve the spell slots, okay? You never know what's gonna happen. <sighs> There's also tea. You know. I do like the tea. There's tea, good, right? 
uh, in this early morning, um, as you'll wake up, um, you see the left wrapped in uh, salt and um, you actually see that someone has fished something up for all of you, but you're not sure if it's 100% edible. <laughs> They're trying. They're trying for those who want more than just gaffaries. <laughs> okay, so we stay very clear of whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a fish. You don't know if edible or not. <laughs> Baskin would know. I'm not touching that. <laughs> yeah, I think... I think... <laughs> yeah, I think Krebs holding it sees Baskin just like drops it on the deck again like, should have washed my hands? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he kind of... He nods very slowly that you should probably not eat that fish. <laughs> so a very important question. Is the snow sort of staying on the deck of the ship? Can, um, can, I, play, can not... I play in the snow is my question. <laughs> I'm afraid not. Um, it's not really settling oh. on the deck. I mean, it is coming down quite hard, but it is right. it is not laying at all. Um, too wet. But, yeah, too wet, too salty. Alas. I have an important task this morning. Yes. Um, essentially, what I'm going to say is, on a day 105, you do not reach your destination. Um, <laughs> right. So you may do whatever you wish. I have a puzzle, to, a riddle to solve. Yes, you do. Kaz doesn't like riddles. <laughs> well, you won't involve us, so good no. luck with your riddles. <laughs> I don't know how much we'll I'm allowed be doing to share un- or not. Unimportant stuff. Unimportant stuff. Well, he did Otherwhere. say that you couldn't share it beyond those who already knew. And since Gref asked for help, you would assume that Gref knows is a minimum. But I assume that the process should not be shared. Yeah, that's probably a good assumption. Like mentioning that you're doing something, mentioning that yes, you're probably or may or may not be doing this, um, is probably fine. But going, oh hey, I'm about to drink a bunch of potions and cast a bunch of spells, and I'm about to the actual process itself, probably step by step, probably not. But like generalizations, you're probably fine. Yeah, better not to. <laughs> so I mean, for the rest of y'all, y'all probably see uh, Vox just like fucking pacing all across the deck of the ship, below deck, the captain's quarters, like, <laughs> looking, but not seemingly having an idea of what to be looking for. Suvi gives him, gives him more tea. Takes it and is drinking while walking around. Yep. <laughs> that works. <laughs> all right. Someone, uh, someone gives Suvi a flask so that she doesn't keep spilling the hot tea over her hand. <laughs> Gives her a big glove. <laughs> they give you like a couple of these like different sized flasks, like from Aww. really small ones to like pretty big ones, so that you you don't like hurt yourself when you're wandering up and down the ship and it gets a bit <laughs> rocky. Right. Yes. Suvi makes use of those. And... Yeah. All right. Um, I think I want Gref to go bug Baskin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Let's uh let's stick with Vox though, because um Arch mentioned first he actually had a thing, so let's do that first. Okay, sorry. V, I'm gonna let you decide how long it takes before I fucking figure this out. I don't know if you want me to roll like an intelligence check or some shit. Or like a nature or religion or religion? Uh religion would be a good one, but you could also choose the symbol yourself. 
Well, I, I know what it is. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to make it so obvious. Because gotcha. I don't want to just meta and be like, oh, it's this thing, because I know what the thing is. Yeah, sure. Um, Obviously, we'll get to that point, but I just want to... I want to be fair. Yeah. Let's say... Yeah, roll a religion check. I think that's probably your best bet. Okay. 19. That's the second 19 for a religion. Yeah. I mean, pretty religious, dude. <laughs> God's involved in all that, you know. Uh, yeah, God's involved, two of them. Could argue there should always be advantage, but I'm not going to allow that argument. Um yeah, I mean, you get up first thing, you do the morning rituals or whatever it is you need to get through to get yourself up and about. Um, it probably takes a good part of the day. Um, I mean, the snow begins to like clear off sort of mid-afternoon. Um, and then kind of as the sun begins to come out, it's still bloody chilly and bloody cold um, because it's it's the winter now. Um, yeah, probably before sunset is when he'd probably have an epiphany on what it is. Are the clouds clearing up? Yeah. I think that's where it happens then. I yeah. think as the sun is beginning to set and, like, on the distant horizon, there's that darkness starting to show, and with it, obviously far beyond it. I feel like... uh Vox is just kind of, like, leaning against the railing, like, puzzling over everything, and then as... The night sky starts to show, uh, slowly show itself. There's kind of like a moment of, oh, fuck my life. Okay. <laughs> and for anybody that's around, y'all see Vox like fucking storm into the captain's cabin again. <laughs> this time, on, this time <laughs> clearly on a mission. <laughs> yep, very much so. And uh, I think Vox is just going to make a beeline right over to where the star charts are. Yeah, um, they're pretty much as you left them. Like, they still have those scrolls on them. They still have, like, whatever information has been, like, written in the margins, not that you'd necessarily be able to understand it. Um, and probably the, the star flower is probably very close to it. I don't know if any of y'all would have taken it or just left it on the nightstand still. But, yeah, everything is still there. I think you'd, they just, like, grab the flower and mm -hmm. kind of hold it up to the light. And then mentally just... Okay, so... Hear me out. I think this is it. Yeah. Well... It is a plant. And it... It does have, like, the whole Northern Light thing going on. It's from another... Another place. It's directly connected to... Assumably the stars and everything involved in it. And that is a form of travel, is navigation by stars. The night sky and everything. I think it's... I think it's really fitting. It's kind of poetic. Yeah. And the flower does heal, and it does help to find lost things, which is also sometimes what you do when you travel. It is... It's a good choice. Okay. Right. I guess I need to go call Emil. Think somebody else needed him too, though? 
<laughs> Iris is going to go do errands to see if I can <laughs> get. I know sync, we just sync our uh, a meal meeting up. <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh, so it was our Iris. Okay, I didn't know if it was Iris or Gref. One yeah, of the it was two Iris, that yeah. needed. <laughs> it was definitely Iris. Okay. Um, Gref never wants to see a meal again. <laughs> That motherfucker surprise, straight, motherfucker! He's straight out of his like childhood nightmares, like genuinely. The boogeyman. Yeah, you are definitely able to call Emil, and we will catch back up with Emil and with Vox uh, when we have caught up with everyone else for the day. Anyone else have any errands for the day? <laughs> I do. Does someone want to okay. go first? Uh, I was gonna annoy Baskin. So you're welcome to. I was gonna follow you when you annoyed Baskin, so we can do that together. I'm gonna I'm gonna let y'all know before I I go. So, uh, yeah, you, we can meet however which way. We'll, so we'll we'll go and annoy Baskin, and then we'll we'll catch okay. up with Ivers. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, Griffin, Griffin, real back time. <laughs> uh, uh, Griff. Just uh, like after waking up, having some soy and tea, uh, <laughs> deciding not to eat the poison fish, uh, <laughs> ends up going up to Baskin. Uh, and yeah, Suvi, you're following? Yeah, Suvi's just kind of catching you on one of her rounds of tea handling and going, Okay. Oh, uh, uh, I was going to go talk to Baskin. Uh, uh, is that where you go? Can I, can I join you? Yeah, of course. Uh, Good. I was just going to ask him about boat stuff. Yeah, yes, me too. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, you, you rock your way up to where he is. He's uh, with the arms around the uh, the helm. Um, neither of the first mates are up there. Um, they seem to be off doing their jobs, whatever that may be. Uh, you know for a fact that he came and went to sleep. Like, he did get a good night's rest. And he does look more comfortable than he did the day before. Um He's trying to ignore the fact that everything is dead and that the helmsman is just a pair of arms. Um, <laughs> he's doing his best. <laughs> That's very freaky. Yeah. 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 I thought so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Graf. Graf. Suvi. Yes. Hello. Uh, how, how are you today? You all right? Yes. Baskin rested well, surprisingly. Oh, good. Ivaris didn't keep you up? Ivaris. Besides, you're all sharing the same room, Graf. You're disgusting. <laughs> I was busy. Um, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was asleep. Like, I was sh- chaperoning you <laughs> and then doing my nightmares and then doing an additional dream. I was spell casting all night. <laughs> Is that what the kids call it these days? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Baskin just gives you a very hard look when you say that. And then he says, Baskin slept while Ivaris was doing spells. Yes, right. Uh, I, I, was, I was wondering, Baskin, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, can, I, can I be useful to you in this, uh, on this strange ship? Uh, I, I'm not quite sure what to do. Yeah. Uh, do you need Bask- anything? Baskin kind of just like looks around and he looks back down at you and he says, Baskin's new crew is efficient. Suvi would be best suited to 
ensuring the well-being of the living. Right. Okay. Good. This That's good. ship is unsettling for many. Yes. I, I, I would agree to that. Uh, me too. So morale is very important in this situation. If Suvi can make sure the well-being... Okay. So, so so far, my 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 only idea is is D. Uh, if you have more ideas, he, he's, then, then, he, he uh, smiles yes. and like taps the flask that you probably gave him fairly recently. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, yep. He, he smiles and he says, "Baskin has been finding the warmth of the tea comforting compared Good. to the cold of the ship." Yes, yes, I thought. Okay, well then, uh, I'll I'll just bustle off and make more. Tea then, uh, but l- let me know, Baskin. I I could, I don't know, make sure you get sleep or something you know, <laughs> if you need. Baskin does often need reminders to look after Baskin. <laughs> yes, right. Suvi bustles off. <laughs> She's very busy. Well, tea making. Suvi is. Suvi is good people. She said yesterday that she's never met anybody she didn't like. I, you see him smile at that. <laughs> I think that's a different kind of trust issues that needs to be worked on. <laughs> Baskin wishes that Baskin was as trusting. All right. Okay. Baskin, you're a fisherman. You're a captain. You sailed the seas more than anybody I've ever met. The ship of the damned yes. is a dangerous thing. Baskin is very well aware. When we leave this boat, what are they going to do? He looks at the arms and just gestures for you to walk to the, the, the back of the boat, whatever that's properly called. Oh, no, oh, the back of the boat. Is he not going to um, dismiss the old arms man? <laughs> No. <laughs> he doesn't have any ears to hear with. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> ears. Yeah. Um, he says, as far as Baskin's new first mates inform Baskin, they shall continue to rescue wayward souls and to chart the disappearances of the stars. And when the stars are gone, and the blissful eclipse is here. This boat will fight with us. What is Gref's concern? I... If... If you had a ship of pirates, and you killed the captain, do you think they'd turn into a fisherman's boat? I don't believe them. I think there are many aboard here who believe the old captain's way. And I think some of them might be lying to us or just biding the right time to take the ship back to its old course to refill their ranks and har- harm this fisherman of the world. Hunt the boats of the world. Then what does Gref suggest? You're the one talking to these guys. If you can point me towards any of them that seem especially fishy. 
Uh, we can take care of them. I may be taking a proactive stance here in um, keeping this from becoming another one of those ships of the dam, but I don't know. I didn't like the sound of it the first time we came across these. It scared me. I would not feel happy if we exit the maw and we just learned that the boat went back to its ways. That there are more corpses littering the ocean floor because we didn't actually handle the problem. Baskin... Baskin will think on this. This is not easy for Baskin. I understand. This crew is trusting Baskin, and Baskin has to trust this crew. And having spoken with some of them, it is a comfort to know that something like this exists for some. Can you really blame the crew of fishermen with a pirate for a captain? No. But how long has the ship of the dam been hunting boats? Baskin does not. Baskin has always been taught to flee. I may be being cynical. Perhaps they are just unknown. Perhaps. Keep an eye out. I'd, I'd... I'm sure you'd miss a couple of nights sleep if you knew that we didn't handle the problem. Your friends that sail the seas. Baskin appreciates your concern. But Baskin will decide. When Baskin knows. I trust you to make that judgment call. All right. I do appreciate your concern for us. We're lucky that we are surrounded by powerful people. If I had been alone on this boat, I'd be walking these stacks now as a corpse. You see him like smile and, and like shake his head. Gref is powerful. No. Baskin is the one surrounded by power. Baskin is just a captain. You did more than me during that entire encounter with the ship of the damned. The first encounter. Gref was going to drop the anchor, so... <laughs> with that, he kind of jerks his head. And he does have a smile on his face. <laughs> I mean, I didn't have many good ideas. <laughs> He definitely has a chuckle and again just Baskin must return to work. Of course. Good luck with that. Iris is standing by the stairs, but he's giving y'all space. He's not interrupting. No. <laughs> yeah, just keep an ear out. And yeah, Gref turns around and sees Iris like Iris has one of those <laughs> one of those fish in his mouth. He's like half eaten. <laughs> Oh, poison immunity, you fucker. Mm -hmm. Can you make a... Uh, oh, wait, no, mind. Yeah, poison immunity. <laughs> yeah, it probably probably wouldn't be too far to say that Suvi is applying tea so that y'all can be together if you want. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I have a, a, bit, a bit of shopping I need to do uh, to find that, that oh. vase. 
uh, for a meal. I think I have a place that I can go, unless someone has a better idea. Do we need anything? Fresh bread and pork. <laughs> Fresh bread and pork. <laughs> well, if, if we're doing a shopping list, we, uh, we could use some more tea. And tea. Okay, I am going to have to go to the, the guy that we met before that does the kind of like mm, illegal more stuff, um, the selling of that. So I'm not sure how he's going to like going shopping for mundane items for me, but I will see. Um, if anyone wants to go with, that's possible. I would need Cass's help to make us small enough to fit in a box unless we wanted to use, well, I can't use the teleportation circle. Uh, I, I could uh, make someone uh, small enough to fit in a box if if um, Fox is uh, busy. But um, uh, I I I think I think if I left this ship, I, I wouldn't. Uh, I I really wouldn't want to go back. So I better just just stay on. I think. But I can make you small, Gref, if you want to go somewhere. Or sure. Um, I feel bad sending Avers alone. It's probably safe. Um, he seemed to appreciate our calls before. I don't see why that would have changed so long as he is in a safe place now. Um, unless someone has better ideas on who to go to for such things. I have nothing. Um, can I bring up the elephant in the room? The apolith in the room. There's an elephant? <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> the Ellas are in the room. Kref <laughs> uh, brings up a pouch that used to be filled to the brim with gold. And there's a very sad trickle as he puts it on the uh, counter. What you spent of the gold that I gave you, I still have 600 remaining. And I need a 200 gold vase. Thank God. I I, th I, th I thought I spent all your money, man. I thought I was about to have to tell you we can't I, afford the vase because I we bought a boat. I believe I gave you 800 gold thinking that wasn't going to be enough for a ship, and then the ship was surprisingly cheap. We have 85 gold left, man. Oh. Do we? I have That's 610 how... still written on my uh, sheet. Yeah, yeah, you, you I, have I your I've gold. Kept track. You, yeah, but I gave you my you, gold. Yeah, you gave me about... 1,500 or 2,000 gold at the start, like when we left the initiative and we're down to 85. I have spent that on... Oh, okay, I no, but I didn't give you all of my gold. I gave you no. a significant portion yes. of it. I yes. gave you more than I kept for myself. Yes. But then and to I have buy the ship, you were out. <laughs> yeah, so I've known that. Okay, just, just, I was so afraid we're going to be there and then you'd be like, Graf, give me my gold. And Graf, you're like, uh-huh. <laughs> um, no no, we should take that cursed cloak perhaps to see if there's anything that can be done to huh? either make it useful or just yeah. get rid of it who cares about it anyways um, might be useful it's the black one yes quick I have in my inventory written cloak of protection deep blue 
Is that from this boat? Is that the blue cloak? No, you it's bought a different that from, one. Okay, you from the ship <laughs> ship salesman. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I I just like I don't remember buying it, but you guys were talking about a blue magical cloak, and I was like. Did I already take that? Fuck. No, I made the blue one up today. Okay. Or I made the color up today. Okay. Yep. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. V made the cloaks up. You did also buy a 300 gold diamond, which I have, which we probably don't want to get rid of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, So I'm assuming that my 600 that's on my sheet is (laughs) correct, but. Uh, yeah, uh, let's 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 run with that. It okay. is. Um, that's fine. Yeah. You guys are pretty good at striking off when you've actually spent your money. Yeah, so I, I mean, I, I pretty firmly believe that it was eight hundred or more that I, I had kept, and we weren't using it because we were using Greft, and Greft used it. He did indeed use all of his uh, <laughs> all of our money. So. <sighs> I did, dude. I did. Yep. Uh, maybe you should take that the blue cloak as well and just see what it does. Maybe. It's worth a shot, I guess. Can another one of you do that? Mm, possibly. Emil? Uh, uh, identify. I probably can. Okay. Well, then in that case, yeah, strike that. Okay. So if, if I make you into a, a, a dog, uh, Griff, again, would that fit in the box? I believe so. The dog name Chalk. <laughs> <laughs> I could make you into a very small, very small, cute puppy, yes? Um, the dog should be fine. Uh. You do have to be a small dog, Griff. I need to fit the two of us into that box, because then you're going to have to not be a dog in front of the man we're buying things from, and then I'm going to have to send us back one at a time in two separate boxes, which I only have three spells before I need a rest, so... Unless I'm going to rest with the salesman, man. We need um, to uh, get this okay, done in three, so you, to speak. I'm going to make you a chihuahua puppy. Yes. Very small. Very cute. <laughs> uh, and then spend in a spell. Dope. <laughs> yes. Um, Griff becomes a baby chihuahua. What? He's adorable. What? Oh, Long hair or short hair? Too small. That is way too small. <laughs> short hair. Oh, okay. It's tiny. Well, I mean, they're both tiny. Just one's cuter than the other, in my opinion. You people. Well, yes, but in my head, it was short hair. So now it's short hair. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, yes, you. You now have a short-haired, two-hour baby puppy thing called Bark, and uh, you can definitely take that with you in your box. To whom are you posting yourselves, Ivaris? Um, the person that we met in the capital that did the uh, under the table stuff and was very hush hush with us because we were already wanted at that point when we met him. Um, the person at the under underground Carsons that we met in the capital is that the one where you went with Tauri? I. Think I don't think Tauri went inside. We did because yeah, Tauri, Tauri got the uh, spoon upgrade. Yeah, yeah, it was a, a lovely little old lady, um, and it was just before the dragon attack. We've met yeah. two willing to be under the table, Carson's. One was at the the place right, yep. that was yeah, we yep. bought the ship from, and the other one was in the capital. But I think the one that yep. was at the capital is. Because I didn't go see the second one, so I think Iris is leaning on the first one. 
True. So, um, yeah, then that would basically be like the lovely little old lady who was leaving uh, the capital. Um, but you could, it would be feasible that she'd still have stuff with her. Um, okay. Yeah. The, was uh, it a lady? Absolutely. It was it? Yeah. It's a little old lady and she was talking with Harry. <laughs> You're right. Okay. Chihuahua plus Ivoris in a box. You threw the stalking. Um, and you arrive in what looks like a wait a warehouse. He has to open the box. Yes, she has to open the yeah, box. She's okay, opening cool. the box. Yep. <laughs> I just open wanted to make sure you were clear on that. Um, they, they could opt to not yeah. do that. <laughs> in which case, the box returns a delivery to me. From Ivory. I'm here, so we he just fall to the floor. Money. Um, <laughs> um, you find yourselves uh, standing in a warehouse. It's pretty big. Um, you can see that there are like lots of things that have been crated and boxed up. Um, you can see that there's a couple of people wandering around wearing the Carson's uniform. Um, they all look a little bit shifty and they are not talking in the same polite manner that you should if you're a representative of Sarsons. Sorry, Sarsons, not Carson's. <laughs> um, and yeah, you you see the kind of older looking lady standing in front of you. She has a shawl on um, over the top of like the, the Hawaiian shirts and the cargo shorts. Um, she's like, welcome to Sarsons. <laughs> I don't often get people appear in a box, but all right. Well, you, you know who we are and why this might be the case of, um, you know, arrival. I am quite intrigued. Hey, do you still want to be a dog? Bark. Looks down at Griff. Bark, <laughs> Probably, bark. probably not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you see that she kind of like I think you mean yeah. her hand. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> you see her like twist her fingers in a kind of like the opposite of what Suvi had done. Um, and yeah, Griff, you are humanoid again. Great. Fr- uh, hmm. Nope, nope. You're thinking of somebody else. Um. You know what? <laughs> Not going to ask. She kind of like eyes you up and down like, okay. Yeah, you, you helped us uh, in the capital before the attack uh, that one time. Right. You had two other lovely companions with you. Yeah, yes. So, what can Sarsons do for you today? Well, um... We have a couple of, of, of cloaks here that we need to f- figure out. One of them's cursed. It's it's this one. Um, gestures to it. Um, I don't know what can be done with that, if anything, or if it's just to be avoided, or how bad it is, or uh, what good it could do. But in, uh, mainly, <laughs> I, I need a, a vase that's worth 200 gold, I think. Um, something for a spell. Right. Uh, for okay. s- souls. I don't know how much more I need to specify. Um, I don't. She kind of like raises an eyebrow at that. Reverse for souls. I don't want to destroy it. I want to get it to. The no, stalking. no. Um, most verses and souls, it's a. Uh, receptacle for souls to get them usually out of places or out of people depending on 
what kind of magics you're casting, but they're quite dark magics. Hmm. Now let me think. Ah, right. Yes, I've got one of those vases back here somewhere. And you see that she like turns around and like she like you can hear clack 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 of her cane as she kind of leans on it quite heavily. And you see her like wave a hand and you hear all these boxes moving around. Then you see her like half leaning into a box, like her legs like hanging off the floor. Um she reaches in and she pulls out this kind of um dark blue vase um which has like these kind of dark blue cracks all over them. Um it doesn't have a lid. It's probably, you know, maybe a foot. I don't know how big that is. Mm. It's about the size of her head. Um, problem solved. Um, and she kind of like totters over with it, like under one arm, and she kind of like hands that over to you, takes the cloaks out of your possession, puts it to one side. Great. She says, what a great hands on place top of, to uh, spend the afterlife. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't quite work like that. Uh, souls go in, souls leave. It's a... Uh, so it doesn't how do I freeze this? It's so it doesn't get drawn straight into the abyss. It's so it has a, a place to draw it to. That sounds about what we need here. And then you can either toodle enough to the Starkin or to Cicero Bellum. Whatever it is that takes your fancy. Good. Uh great. And um what about the uh, cloaks? Right, the cloaks. Uh, she bustles over and she picks up the the blue cloak. Um, it's quite a short cloak. It's not particularly long. Um, it definitely wouldn't serve to keep you warm. Uh, she kind of turns it over um, and she puts her hands on it and she kind of looks it up and down and you can see her eyes turn multiple colours. And she says, Oh, I haven't seen one of these in a while. This is uh, one of them cloaks that gets you from one place to another. Like, very quickly. Uh, uh, either of you traditional magic users at all? Define traditional. Uh, <laughs> any sort of formal studies, either if you've done any sort of teleportation magics, anything like that? I mean, obviously you have, and she just as you, Ivers. I'm learning a different one currently, but it has to do with runes. This doesn't seem like that. Nope. Uh, so, once every day or so I probably gather you'll be able to teleport from one place to another about 300 feet content to take a friend along with you uh, but it can't be any bigger than you about 300 feet right that sounds quite useful for small people to get out of the way of harm yeah okay I'd happily exchange it for the uh, the verse that you're holding uh, well, we'll consider that. Um, what what about the not so good one? How not so good is it exactly? Hmm. And you see her like crack her knuckles. She puts her, her walking stick to her one side, leans it against a crate. She picks up the cloak, turns it over in her hands. Um, she doesn't seem to have any problems touching it. Um, turns it around a few times. Just... Where exactly did you get this from? Oof. <laughs> Um. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I don't want to know because I think I've probably already figured this out. You should probably return this back to where you found it. And she hands it back over. Okay, it's that bad, eh? Not really. It uh, goes with the ship you found it on. Oh, 
Oh, wait, is it not supposed to leave? Did we mess up the ship by bringing it here? Honestly, I don't know. But this belongs to the captain of that ship. Oh, well, that's going to be a, a past tense belonged. Um, they'll probably find Whoever's... a new one. Or it's Baskins, very <laughs> cursed. Whoever's... Whoever's captain of that boat, that cloak's belonged to them, and I would not put it on if you were not the captain. What does it do Yeah, for the current say captain? You are the because captain. we know him and like him. Yeah, I don't want anything to happen. Well, it uh, helps him to improve some of his undead qualities. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, yeah, he's not dead. He's very much undead in the not-dead sense. So the captain of the Ship of the Damned is not dead? Currently? In any way, shape, or form. How do you think we got this? Currently, no, but we're just kind of like using it to get to A to B, and then they're probably going to be back at their own thing. Right. I wouldn't advise letting your very much alive friend wear that cloak. Okay, great. Great to know. Could We could have made that mistake. That would have not been good. I've made that mistake before. You know, That's why I need the vase. I will. <laughs> You see that she has a good old chuckle at that? (laughs) Okay, right. Don't let your friends wear this and do not let him get anywhere near it, is how I'd advise this. Otherwise, he might not be leaving that ship. Hmm. But if he does decide he wants to take over captaincy of that ship, that's very much for him. It won't be. We'll see. No, we so, won't. This cloak, and she points at the blue one, for that virus. We need one more thing. And what if Graf can think of <sighs> Um We need some supplies, um, pretty mundane items. I think you mentioned pork, tea, uh, um, and what tea? else? I can't remember. Do I look like a grocery? You know who we are, and Do we I can't look go like and I can get leave. it ourselves, right? <laughs> Do you want bread and pork and tea? Yes. Surely you have some in the back. Well, yeah, it's my lunch. Do you know how long it's been since I had bread, pork? I had tea this morning and I'm probably going to have to drink Do you know how much I care? (laughs) Okay, okay. How about this? All right, fine, fine, fine. I don't want to hear any more about it. Let me just go get it for you. And she kind of like tooters off to the back. (laughs) While you're back there, um... This armor has kind of ran its course. <sighs> she comes back <laughs> like she has a like a basket, um, and there's obviously like there's a couple of loaves of bread in there, clearly some sandwiches, um, a little bit of um, uh, salted pork, and and like you can see that there's like a couple of pouches of bags in there. Um, this is clearly more than her lunch, um, but like she's not gonna ask any questions if you don't. <laughs> You're very cool. Um, all right, what do you mean your Hermes Donuts job? Are you looking to get it replaced with a magical one? Um, I would like a lighter one. And if you have a magical version, that would be a um, magically enhanced version. That would be uh, swell. What are you actually wearing right now, Graf? Graf is wearing scale mail, which gives him uh-huh. a disadvantage on stealth rolls. 
uh-huh. and I can get the same AC from a studded leather uh, because my dexterity has reached 18, uh, which would not give me disadvantage as dexterity save. Uh, uh, stealth. So I'm looking for... I could probably do that. Yeah. I could probably find you something in the studded variety. It is bright purple, though. <laughs> Gruff looks at the genuinely, like, brown and rusted hunk of garbage <laughs> in his room, and he's just like, does that feel like a bit of a big leap in style? Well, you don't have to wear it if you don't want to. She has a big shit-eating grin on her face. <laughs> what's uh, what's his properties? Oh, uh, made of the finest leather, the most wonderful studs, and it's purple. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is also slightly magically enhanced as well. Can I see it at least? Oh, of course, I wouldn't want. No smart buyer doesn't look at what they see before they buy it. And she kind of like toodles off around the back and like you hear a crate being opened and like uh, she slings it over her shoulder and she comes back. Yeah, it's just a dark, it's not bright. It is a dark purple um, studded leather set with a plus one. It'll be really dashing with your dark blue cloak, Gref. This is your punishment for making us go shopping. <laughs> I didn't make us go shopping. That's Neil. That's you and Neil. What is this bullshit? <laughs> It could have been orange, Aethor. <laughs> Day glow orange. And it also velour. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Day glow orange velour. <laughs> and it comes with required like six inch platforms. <laughs> Don't you dare. Studded. Uh, no. Gref is like <laughs> for extra kicking power. Yeah. Gref is just kind of like turning it over again and again. Just like uh, How much is it? That would set you back about four hundred gold, I think. Four hundred gold. Shit. Unless you'd like to negotiate. <laughs> Would you like the most cursed cloak in the universe? You could give it to your no, enemies. No, you better take... No, you are taking that straight back to the ship you found it on. Why are you so sad on it coming back to the ship? Why do you think it's... Because I don't bloody want it. You can give it to your enemies. <laughs> oh. I actually might have something... Um... Oh, no. Uh... So you like dealing in like slightly illegal things, right? She nods. Um, It's been known. I have a thing that I think to the right person would be very valuable, and he's gonna bring up the uh, small black sword-like pin that uh, belonged to the initiative uh, person, not the UNT. I'm not giving them the the. The Blissful Eclipse Onyx pin. It's the... Right. It's the... Yeah, How the valuable other... would that be, bro? Uh, <laughs> we don't know what the fuck that is. Gref is running around with a fucking nuke in his pants and he doesn't know it. Well, we... That's something we might want to figure out. <laughs> yes, I know, I know. Okay. Shit out. Yeah. So, if I remember correctly, the phrasing you used, it's like an FBI badge. 
Yeah. So I think to the right person, this would be quite valuable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think about the right person. You hundred percent did. <laughs> See, I've been. Wait- I'd be willing to treat. I'd be willing to knock 300 off the price of your armor for that. Not bad. Um, do I have a, a badge, a cool badge from when I was in service? <laughs> no, not that one. Okay. Uh, we had like yeah. lower level badges, uh, I think. We had something mm-hmm. that signaled us. We had us. name tags. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Advanced uh, name tags, yeah. yeah. Uh like when she says 300 graph looks at her just like it no come on like it's purple stop it <laughs> i'd wear it it's very fashionable why aren't you wearing it because i don't bloody need it mm-hmm. true uh, likely story <laughs> no you you get the hmm how about this you get 200 gold, we keep the cloak and the armor. And you get the pin and 200 gold. I'll agree to that, but you still got to pay for your vars. No, 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 no. You're fucking insane. That I, that I just... How, how much is the vars? 200? Wait, what was... 250. What do you think I was offering? Did I just offer to pay 100 extra? Okay, how can a 200 <laughs> gold vars cost 250? Inflation. Inflation. I mean, yeah. uh, no, uh, is the correct. It's not legal, Voss. No, uh, it's not. Legal. Sorry, uh, what yeah. Ref was trying to say was, you get the pin and two hundred gold. We get the armor and the mm-hmm. the the Voss. I thought you wanted the cloak. Yeah, I, I, you mentioned we're cloak. keeping the cloak. We're not trading. the Right. Cloak. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Uh, the pin and two hundred gold. Mm. I tell you what. I'll take the pin, I'll take 250 gold, and you can walk away with your virus, and you can walk away with your purple armor. 250? <laughs> I have to get back to my fucking loan shark friend. He has like 700 of my gold. Crap <laughs> 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 looks at Ivor's like, um, uh, yeah, that's fine uh, with me. I give him 250 gold. She happily accepts she, your money. I give her, I um, keep thinking this is Carson. Um, <laughs> I'm not Carson of Carsons. I'm some old lady of Sarsons. I don't think we ever gave her a name. Christ. We probably did. I'm not looking it up. Um, yeah, she she takes the money. She hands over the, the um, thing. She says, no... Are you leaving your other studied either behind or? Um, are you talking about my thing? The, the, the right, yeah, the one that you're currently wearing. Scale armor, I think it's called. Right, sorry, I apologize. Uh, uh, your scale armor, are you leaving it behind? Why, are you interested in it? Could be worth a few extra loaves of bread and some meat for you. You got yourself a goddamn deal. <laughs> Go steal somebody else's lunch. <laughs> yeah, she she doodles off in the back as you, you spend the however long it is to take your scale armor off. Um, yeah, she comes back with like 
a couple of like uh, like a really big hamper that she's like kind of pulling mm-hmm. that has like a bunch of like salted meats and like um breads and like even like a little bottle of mead in there um right. yeah. and a nice selection of teas for Sufi. um Aww. yeah she pushes the basket over to you. <laughs> so are we in the capital right now oh god no i hate to yeah. flee that I had to flee that. I could see there were a couple of dragons on their way, so I uh yeah, yeah. I, uh, fed that. No, we're very much outside, outside the capital. Okay. Not not gonna ask where, I was just curious as to how the capital was doing. Uh probably mixed at it's, this point. Yeah, it's quite it's, it's recovering, so far as I understand, mm. but it's not done great. Okay. Good to know. Anything we should watch out for that you know, being that you know a little bit about us? (laughs) Wink. She looks a little... She tries to play like she doesn't know what you're talking about, but she obviously does. And she says, um, not right now. Not right now. Okay. Worth, Worth checking on, any sense for us. Um... We didn't see you and you didn't see us. But we definitely didn't see you. Right. We definitely didn't see you about a couple of days north of Capital. Definitely didn't see you there. That would be a, a crying shame if the, the initiative thought we were somewhere just slightly north of the Capital. Right. That would be a terrible shame, wouldn't it? She mm. has like a half a smile on her face. <laughs> well, uh, good luck to you and... Uh, thank you for working with us. You're most welcome. Someone's got to look after Kino, right? I guess. She uh, again, like, looks at Graf, like, I have no idea what to say about him. Um, <laughs> so she's gonna let it go. Yeah, uh, Graf, get in, <laughs> get in this box. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, uh, and off you go. All right, then. I didn't see you. She turns around and walks away. Um, yeah. You can get yourself posted back to your ship to either one of your crewmates. Yeah, it takes two boxes and the rest um, of my spells. <laughs> yeah, understood. Understood. Um, all right. Suvi receives you and exclaims delightedly over the purple armor. And the food and tea. <laughs> By the way, Graf's uh, going to play it off that he wanted it now because uh, <laughs> that's what he's going to go for. So it's like, right, right, side, knew I had to have it. It's so nice, Griff. Thank you. Thank you. Very lovely. Ah, we could we could do with having somebody this positive around all the time. <laughs> well, that's um, what you got. Okay. With that, we are going to jump over to the evening where we shall deal with Vox and with Ivaris and Emil. I return the cursed cloak to the closet where it should stay. Good plan. And a little plan. note on it that says, don't, ch- don't touch. Baskin? No. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Bad kitty. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> okay. Um... Vox, Kaz, you are summoning a meal? Yeah, assuming Ivaris is good and ready, then yeah, steps out onto the deck. 
You uh, you good? Iverus? Um, yeah. yeah, let me just uh, wait one second. And Iverus reaches out to his ring person. Yeah. Hey, this is... Um, this is good, right? For you? Yes. This is good. Okay. It's not exactly how I wanted to not be in the ring. But I... I'm not sure how else... Life. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> if you're asking what I think I already... I already lifed. I have no reason, excuse. You could stay in the ring longer reason. if you'd like. And I mean, I can't promise that we won't really fuck this up and, you know, what happens when that happens. But uh, if you'd like to give it more time. If Ivaris is to die... I would go, and you would be cursed as I is, am. So no, I wish to go. Okay. Well, uh... Good luck. Yeah, you you as well. I, uh... You, do you have a, a, a way through the stocking to wherever it is that you want to go? I haven't met my spectre. Right. I believe to meet I will. But you do think that the auntie gets spectres and all of that. We kind of ruined ourselves with all the magic and whatnot. You think that they are looking out (laughs) for us in the same that they would look out for anyone. You think you trust them to take you where you would like to go and not where they want to do with you? I have faith. Okay. Uh, well, good luck to you, and, and I'll check back uh, if I can um, come across Trevor at any point or something again. <laughs> if... When meet Trevor, we'll be happy to speak with you. Glad to help then. Um, good luck. And Ivers gives a nod to Kaz. Where are Suvi and Gref at this moment? Uh, I think Suvi is. Is this happening on deck or is it in the captain's on deck? I think Fox, you said it was in the deck, yep. right? Yeah. She's in a corner uh, with her little whittling knife doing something. Yep. Uh, Gref is sitting somewhere uh, on like a ladder or something, watching the crew, <laughs> like trying to like suss out the, 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 the evil ones. Like, pretty sure. <laughs> oh my God. The fishy ones. <laughs> the fishy ones. The fishy ones. <laughs> I see what name for this episode. Um, Yeah, Fox, you are able to go when you're ready. Okay. Pulls out the coin, has no fucking clue what they're doing, just. uh, Emil? 
there isn't a response for like 20, 30 seconds. And then you all feel a um, as air is expelled as he appears kind of next to you. He almost stumbles as he like appears on a now moving ship, which he had not done before um, and doesn't have the grace of Daisy to help even that out. Um, yeah, he kind of stands there after getting his bearings and he he looks at you with a smile. Hi. Pleasure to see you again. Have you had time to consider? I have. I don't know if you want to take care of like gestures over at Avarice before we uh looks he's <laughs> far enough back that he can't he like hear you. I'll deal with that first. Shouldn't take more than a minute. Okay. Um yeah, he he walks over to you, Ivaris, and he puts her hand out. I assume you managed to get something suitable from the ship. Well, yeah, I can, I can uh, get places almost to teleport, but kind of a workaround. Um, yeah, I found something that I hope works. Hands over the vase. He picks it up, he turns it over in his hands, you see his uh, fingers run along the kind of dark blue cracks that are on there, and he places it on the ground. He says, Yes, this should suffice as a vessel. Please, sit opposite me. And he sits down. Um, As he does, you can see this kind of really dark green rune begin to appear using the vase as the very centre of it. Um, There's a lot of different symbols that you don't recognise and you all get like a very strong chill in the air, even though it's winter. You just feel that whoosh in his general direction. Okay, place the affected hand with the cursed ring over the vase. Uh, Ivers does. He's kind of nervous. It's kind of visible in his hand. Emil puts his hand so it rests just over yours. Um, so you can feel the warmth of his hand, even though his hand isn't touching you. And you see that there is a spark in his fingertips and he places it on the vase. The rune underneath him glows incredibly bright. And you all begin to see that in this brightness that there is a movement, a shifting of different colours and different shades of green. And then with a very low mutterance in a language I don't think any of you would understand... None of you have a weird ability to understand anything spoken, right? Um, no, mm-hmm. unless it's abyssal. It's not abyssal. Okay, then I'm good. Um, <laughs> he speaks very low, um, like a drone, in a very uh, in a language that none of you would understand. And you can all feel the hairs go up on the back of your neck or, or your scales tingle if you have those. Um, and there is a sudden spark from his fingertips into the vase and from his hand onto the ring. And it just like like shocks you like very badly um maybe one point of damage but nothing really to consider it's not a big deal um and you see the ring almost look like it shatters and falls into the vase itself and you see this kind of bluish mist a form inside the vase itself and then floats upwards and joins the kind of greenish light that the rune is and then everything fades down and the ring is still on your hand, but no longer cursed. Okay. So, uh, is is he in in the vase, or is what what now? Provided everything went well, as it did, he should be in the stalking. 
Good. Apologies for the magical shock. Sometimes the more interesting magics have a curious reaction with certain types of metal. Better than cutting my finger off. That would not have worked. Well, not, not for him, but it would have... The ring is uncursed. Thank you. You're welcome. It looks like he wants to say something. He clearly bites his lip and then stands up. Kind of, there's definitely like the old man creak and, and bow to his shoulders. Um, and he then returns over to uh, Kaz. Hi. Well, one thing dealt with. On to the next. Kaz. I think he just, <clears throat> without really saying anything, just kind of like pulls out the, the flower and mm-hmm. just kind of holds it in front of him, showing it to Emil. He reaches out and takes it, and he kind of like turns it over in his hands. And you see he pulls out his, uh, he separates his hands, and he makes kind of like a an illusionary duplicate that's about half the size, and then he halves it again, so it's about roughly the size of his own um, onyx uh, pendant. Turns it over a few times, the illusion. And he says... I think it will probably work exceptionally well. Do you feel a true connection to this item? It makes sense to me. It has connections to both in different ways, and I think it would work. They do too. That's good. That's good. You see his eyes turn bright purple as he's looking at the illusion. And it takes probably six, 12 seconds, something like that. And then the illusion disappears and the bright purple from his eyes go. And he looks at you and he says, They would have made this for you. I will either give it to you myself or one of the seven will. Or I will ask Daisy to give it to you. What then? After that, there will be a ritual, a rather short one in contrast to mine. Maybe a day to complete with a potion to consume, and if we are able to manage it, we will connect you to the rest of us. We have communication between us. I'm going to have so many voices in my head. Oh, God. You can turn them off and ignore whenever you wish. Okay, okay. I do it frequently. There are changes that will slowly occur to your magic and your connection. Nothing scary. And he kind of looks, he kind of has like a very heavy intonation on the word form, as if he knows. And he says, There will be things that occur to your form that will make it stronger, more resistant, things mere mortals can't handle. Oh. Okay. It's not inexhaustible, though. There is a limit, and you must rest after using it. Once you are up to speed, then I will arrange for you to meet the others, to ask questions and get answers, myself included. But ultimately, if you decide not to do this, we ask that you say nothing. As for your companions... And he points at, like, the three of them. If you wish to speak with them about it, that's fine. But it can go no further. Most of us, well... We don't have anyone to share it with. 
I would put them in danger, even if we did. Okay. If you need anything, use the coin to call me. You'll need to wait until sunup for it to charge. Is there anything else that I can help you with? No, I mean... I wasn't expecting to get help to begin with, so thank you. The path we take is a little lonely, and we need to be there for each other. Well, for the longest time I was alone, so not that big of a difference. You had two deities. You were never alone. They can't exactly give me a hug. It's a big difference. He raises, like, a finger. He says... I will not be giving you a hug. No, I, I don't. I'm sure I didn't, your companions will. I if didn't you ask. mean. I, like, I mean, you seem like a nice person, and everything, but that I we just met. Like, good. I rarely give hugs. It's unpleasant. For, but you do give them. It is a little unpleasant for us both. I am cold to many people's touch, and other people burn me. It is difficult. Got it. Okay. Right. Looks over up at Ivoris. You wouldn't happen to need this vase, would you, for anything? I mean, I have questionable magic, but nothing along the lines of this. So, um, I have no use for it. I would appreciate it. Yes. Sure, it's the least I could do as a thank you. He, like, walks over and he takes the vase from you and... For the briefest moment, as he smiles looking at it, you see, like, his face become really gaunt like a skull. But maybe it was an illusion. Maybe you didn't really see that at all. Um, and he, he takes the vase and he just holds it one-handed as he looks back at the rest of the group. Are the rest of you okay? Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, hello. Uh, thank you for, for whatever you did for my friends. A pleasure to meet you again, Suvi. And you. Nice to meet you. Suvi waves. To Lou. Enthusiastically. Good luck. Thanks for the help. <laughs> With that, uh, he disappears from view. Hey, everyone. It's V here. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um... You know, 34. So much freaking happened in this episode. There's so much more meal than I remembered happening. There was so much more shopping than I ever once remember happening. Ring buddy stuff. Kaz has realized, oh, it's just so good. Um, this was a lot of fun. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, I want to say thank you to Jay for all the email lines which I sent him and he did very quickly. And there were so many of them. Ah, oh, Jay, you're, you're a hero. Thank you. Um, also, um, Apologies for Karen's mic. We're not entirely sure what happened there, but it should be better next episode. These things sometimes happen when we've got multiple mics going, so oopsie doodle. Um, yeah, I think that's um, that's pretty much it. Bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. 
That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.